everybody's a dreamer and everybody's a star and everybody's in movies it doesn't matter who you are there are stars in every city in every house and on every street and when you walk down hollywood boulevard the names are written in concrete hey buddy clap, I, uh, oh, I, oh yeah no i clapped yeah <laughs> Hey, buddy. Okay. <laughs> well, it's happened again. Manjo. <laughs> Manjo, indeed. One clown said something, and then another clown said something. But the real clown is you, the listener. <laughs> the real clown is us, the podcasters. Oh, I thought we were the two clowns who said something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, Doctor, I am the podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> Polly Shore has happened to us again. <laughs> He's happened to the world. Uh, everyone is so excited about this movie. People all over the world are talking about Polly Shore. People way outside of the polis of the <laughs> the polycule. The polycule. <laughs> Everybody is going wild over yeah. Pinocchio colon a true story 2022. <laughs> People can't get enough out of the Pinocchio Circus. <laughs> Pinocchio Circus. That's his name. <laughs> uh, Luciko and Ebert on a very special episode. Uh, we jumped ahead about two and a half decades. Yeah, we jumped ahead about twenty-six movie. years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the uh, at the end of. Uh, at the end of Biodome, Polly Shore, Shore said, uh, we will meet again in 25 years. <laughs> uh, the good Polly is in the Black Lodge. Yeah. Uh, and instead we get <laughs> we get him as a dub voice in a Russian uh, animated movie claiming to be the true story about Pinocchio. The true which story. Which is a huge claim. That's a hell of a claim. A huge claim made by a talking horse. <laughs> talking Napoleon Dynamite Horse. Yep. <laughs> Fucking incredible. We're supposed this... to... <sighs> we're supposed... We're supposed to... What are we supposed this, this to? This actually happened. This actually happened, but there's like a... Like a, a, a boy whose nose is growing... When he lies, that's too much. That's too much. Because have you ever seen a boy's nose grow out in real time? Can't say I have. Uh, but a talking horse, probably the only one. Probably the only one. As well as like a talking cat and a fox, that's normal. Yeah, they're bipedal and wear clothes. The horse isn't, though. The, the horse, horse is isn't. Yeah, he's just a normal horse. The horse is a nudist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we watched Pinocchio. Uh... A true story. Yeah, we watched Pinocchio um, a true story. Made by I don't fucking remember. <laughs> they said like some Russian movie studio name at the beginning. Yeah, hold on. I wanna I wanna see because yeah. Um Russian animated story. The original title is Pinocchio Pravdivaya Historia. Uh, so I guess Historia Story, so it probably was it's not the English title that called it a true story, but yeah. it's like real. It, 
directed um, directed by Vasily Rovensky. Sorry to all of the, the Russians in the audience. The auteur. The auteur. Giving him the auteur's best. Holy shit! Hold on. Hold on. We're yes. already in it. Um, I went to look up uh, who the director was, and this is the... This is the poster that they have on on IMDb. Look, coming 2020. Yeah. <laughs> most popular fairy tale in the world, 35 million books sold worldwide. <laughs> and when I first saw this, it was, you know, it was on the page of IMDb, so it wasn't like yeah. full-sized, right? I could only see like the the thumbnail of it, and I swear to god, I thought it said follow your dread. At the bottom. <laughs> Which I really did. Yeah, there's a... <sighs> there's a different poster I'm looking at on the dubbing.fandom, which is very helpful. The dub... This is one of the few times where fan wiki actually comes in very useful to our podcast. No. <laughs> and I'm saying that like, completely unironically. Like, it's not... I'm not laughing. It's just, like, actually, like, useful information D- found in the fan wiki. So, thank you for the dubbing fandom. Yeah. Um, but... On this wiki, it says, uh, like, it, it has a different poster. It still says coming, to 20, coming 2020, uh, follow your dream. And instead, it has, like, from a curtain peeking out Pinocchio, then the cop, then the horse. Oh my God. And then on the two sides, the uh, fox and the cat. The cat looks very different in this one. Oh! Um, I'm. They. Since 2020, they applied a few more, like, yassification traitors on him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, they ran him through the, through the, through the, the process a few more times. <laughs> oh my god. Look at the- yeah, he- yeah, he's less fluffy here. Yeah. Yeah. The synopsis says, young Pinocchio runs away from his genius creator Geppetto. That's not true. <laughs> Already not what the film is about. Absolutely he not. He doesn't run away. He asks for his permission, and he says... He, he very famously asks for his permission. Yeah. that's, like, the famous line from the movie. That we all know and love. <laughs> We've all seen uh, and heard. Uh, young, and accompanied by the horse Tybalt to see the world and joins the traveling circus run by Hasla Mojafuko. I guess that was the Russian name in the English subtitles. It said Manjafuko. Uh-huh. So that would explain why... I guess, that probably explains why nobody knows how to pronounce any character's name. Nobody pronou- knows anything. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows anything. <laughs> nobody knows anything in this movie. This was going to be like a nitpick that I'll bring up, I-, I was going to bring up once we get to the movie. But I can say it at this point. Like This movie is supposed to take place in Italy. Mm-hmm. But somehow John Heater didn't get the memo. No. I'm he not sure no if idea. you noticed this. But every other character says Signora. And uh-huh. signori- signores and signorinas. In the opening monologue, John Heater, the horse, says, Señores y señoritas. He sure does. <laughs> Nobody, like, this is... I mean, obviously, like, it doesn't matter, but it just shows you how little care went into this dub, like... They couldn't do another take. <laughs> they had him for two days. <laughs> Nobody told him. Yeah. They had him for two days. They said, we're going to run through the whole script. Yeah. But this isn't even... See, maybe John Heater got overconfident, because this isn't even the first time he's in a Russian Pinocchio movie. Really? Uh, well, actually, the first time he's in a Russian Pinocchio movie, but there was a different P- 
Pinocchio from 2012, so 10 years ago. Oh my god! There was a different Pinocchio movie that was also redubbed the same way this one. But this was an Italian one. This looks fucking awful. And, <laughs> and I'm just gonna link this to you too. Uh, this looks fucking awful. And oh my god. this was also redubbed by Lionsgate. Yeah, I'm so looking at this one, yeah. I guess John Heater is just like one of those guys. Uh... Lionsgate had on hand. This, this, the description for Pinocchio 2012 it says, for the US release, a few voices are read up by a few celebrities such as Johnny Orlando, John Heater, and Amber Childers. John Heater is the only name I recognize. <laughs> right? Like, that's the most generous use of celebrities I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> Polly Shore is a huge step up. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Tom Kenny is a huger step up from even him. Yeah. What Tom Kenny, what is Tom Kenny doing? Tom Kenny, like I heard dub. I, I there, there was a thing about the Jujutsu Kaisen movie about how the English dub actors were paid like between a mm-hmm. hundred and five hundred dollars each, like as a one-time payment. Mm-hmm. And I guess dub actors just like have it really bad, like everywhere in the world, because like Tom Kenny, one, I mean he's the least bad out of all of them, but that's not that's not hard. But he's still he's still not good. In this movie. He's not good. He... I'm looking up Tom Kenny's net worth. Um, Yeah. He has a net worth of 16 million. Um... Net worth in 2022, 20 million. So so somewhere in between 16 and 20 million. Um... Mm -hmm. He's doing fine, I think. I think what happened here... Was that... He took his car in... And they found something kind of bad, and he said, oh, I wasn't planning for this in my expenses. So he had to pick up something in order to pay for, like, <laughs> his carburetor. <laughs> his ne- his nephew was turning 16 and needed, like, a big present. <laughs> but because the, the thing is, this isn't even the only one. Like, if it was just this, I was like, okay, one bad call or whatever, but... It says, if you scroll down on the wiki uh, into the notes section, it says, Tom Kenny also voiced in a currently unreleased Pinocchio film called The Adventures of Pinocchio, in brackets, or Pinocchio and the Water of Life, voicing as a title character for that film. That film also happens to have been co-produced in Russia. Why? Does Russia have some dirt on Tom Kenny? (laughs) (laughs) Get it. (laughs) <laughs> the conspiracy runs so deep but uh, we we already we already hinted on this but uh oh my god where do we even start well uh, okay because we H- need to talk about like some of the context of this movie I yeah i thought well and for- we already talked about some of that yeah like okay so i want to say a couple of things first off yes. I think the context of this movie is way more substantial than anything that even (laughs) is about. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it would do anybody, mostly us, any good to talk about the movie sequentially. Mm. We have to talk about this movie in terms of just. The, it's parts. <laughs> I, have, I have some notes about the sequential because after we watched it on, I streamed it in Discord, and then I watched like almost all of it again uh-huh. just to take notes. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. 
I didn't want to do this to myself. Uh, I just felt compelled to do it. Like I just wanted to. I didn't want to let Pinocchio a true story down by not doing a good job as a podcaster. So, <laughs> but you had to do right by it. Yeah, like watching this movie. Like this is a Russian movie. Yeah. If you're Russian, <laughs> it and sure you're is. Like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna watch this movie because I love Sicko and but so much. But you know, I'm Russian. Like I, I'm making up a listener here. Yeah. Uh, I'm Russian, so I can just watch it in my own language because that's the original and that's the true experience. No, mm-hmm. the the movie itself is very unremarkable. It is really the the dub that is. <laughs> yeah. That makes it worthwhile. Um, but luckily. Luckily. That dub is a lot. <laughs> Thank, thank God. <laughs> the, uh, um, the like. The I thing guess about... I start where we because because last time. Oh god. Oh no, I was gonna say because like the thing about the movie is there's like there are still some things that happen in like. Yeah. Story wise. <laughs> that like have nothing to do with the dub that I still think are worth commenting on because they're just yeah they're completely incompetent but like the dub is what we're all here for let's not fuck around it's because we all saw Pauly Shore Pinocchio in the famous Twitter clips yeah and also there was like that very uh, popular uh, review of Dear Evan Hansen that started with saying something like the the biggest feat of this movie or the, the most ex- astonishing thing about this movie is that you truly never get used to uh, Ben Platt looking like that. <laughs> and I feel the same way about this, right? Like, you never get used to Pinocchio sounding like that. You never do. There's and not like, a single moment where you can see... Yeah. Yeah, we've been through, like, we've read the entire Polynomicon and, like... <laughs> After a while, you know, I got used to it, right? Because like yeah. I'm seeing oh, him and I'm watching like, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm watching the voice come out of his face, but in this one, I don't have the him to connect it to and it's it's uncanny. The entire like uncanny is the way I have to describe the bulk of this movie because there's yeah. just so many things about it that just like are they're just not right. <laughs> and it's not even that Polly Shore is the worst. No, of the of any of the dub actors by far. I wouldn't even no. put him in like top five. Like right, a, a lot of the a lot of the dub voices are even worse. Uh-huh. Like acted, mm-hmm. pronounced for reasons we will get to in a second. Oh, absolutely. Um, even but like even even of the Lionsgate, even of the big three, right? I think <laughs> the John Peter might be worse than Polly Shore. He's fucking Just, horrible. Like, just like for, on a pure performance level, John Hida is does an absolutely awful job. He's god awful. He is so bad. But what Pauly Shore has over the other ones is that at no point do you believe that voice coming out of Pinocchio's mouth. Like, Never. You can all the time you'll just be seeing Pauly Shore in the studio. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm like I'm not even picturing him in a studio. I feel like they told like they sent him a PDF of the <laughs> yeah. script and they told him to record it in his own house and he's like in his closet because that's the most insulated place he has and he's recording a really his good lines idea onto a laptop. What, 
we have a good idea of what Paulie Schwartz's house looks like because he's posting <laughs> videos on his Twitter. He's super dude. Like, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't see him just like recording it there. I'm sure he really got into performance physically. <laughs> uh, let's just start because last time we recorded this podcast, we just figured out that this is a Russian movie because they kind of uh, they kind of hid this information, but we we were really surprised by like how it was just really weird that Polly Shore is in it yeah um and you know who else thinks this is really weird that Polly Shore is in it oh, Polly no. Shore yeah <laughs> <laughs> like there's several interviews that have been conducted with him uh there's, there's a recent one here uh I'm gonna share this with yeah. you because there's some gems here oh god yeah cause uh, see every interview he's like why am I in this yeah <laughs> He he says he he tells the same story in all of them, where he says, uh, "I'm just gonna find that quote." Uh, I started getting into character the week before, and I just started lying to everyone, <laughs> which he never does. Paul, like Pinocchio, the character in this that. film, yeah, he has. This is not a story about lying. Yeah, I guess Paulie just had this joke on the back burner. Yeah, really wanted to. Um. <laughs> There's a bit where Polly says, I looked at the character and the way it was developed and the feeling, and I committed to that. Yeah. And then this, this write-up says, which turned out to be a solid approach considering the result. <laughs> I'm not sure. Says so it does a great job of elevating the character. Um, yeah, he elevates the character. He sure fucking does, bro. Uh, there's a... Where's the quote where he was surprised by it? Um, I don't uh, know, but this, I the the first this article is all over the place. Yeah. We can just go through the whole of it, I guess. Um, this the first par or the first line in one of these paragraphs is the trailer release for Pinocchio: A True Story lit up TikTok, and TikTok is spelled wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- both fans and Lionsgate were having a lot of fun with it, sharing what was dubbed the yassification of Pinocchio, and we do get. Hear Polly in a, uh, a video on Twitter say yep. the word yassification. And he does it well while saying that. Uh, yep. He doesn't he know. Does he's that. never heard the word yassification before in his life. It's he doesn't know absolutely. what that means. No. But he loves it. He loves it. People are paying I attention think Paulie to it. So Shore he just, it. Yeah. He's, he's like a puppy. Like, he just gets yeah. <laughs> excited about any attention he's being paid. Even Like, in this video, he reads out comments that people have made ironically about this uh, yeah. about his dub voice but he takes that he, he reads them like <laughs> earnestly like someone there was that like really big clip like i think the very first clip where it went really viral was when someone was like the first time i heard pinocchio's voice it was magical yeah which is supposed to be ironic but Polly just reads it out and says oh that's so beautiful that you say that uh, he loves it he's just every tweet from him is him wagging his tail like he just loves it so much he is a puppy he says in this in this interview he says uh that's the thing about our business now is you don't know what's going to happen all of a sudden you're getting calls about how people are liking it and having fun with it yeah they're having fun with it definitely because people having fun with it is really what it's all about (laughs) so true (laughs) um Uh has acted in more mature roles such as Randy and Guest House, his famous, his most famous production. Yeah, that was his most recent movie where he was actually, like, starring. Yeah, it, but it's the, it is, as we know, it's the one everybody knows and loves. Um, yeah, I found a quote where he's, like, he's being told his Pinocchio, and he says, uh, 
this came down the pike with my managers and they're like hey this came up and i was like are you sure this makes sense i'm like who am i playing they're like you're playing pinocchio i'm like double check the email i don't think they want me to play pinocchio it's probably a different character (laughs) (laughs) but i guess lionsgate got it and they believed in me and that felt good i love doing animation (laughs) And commit to whatever it is that you feel, and it's obviously a classic. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. And this is a very faithful interpretation of that classic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has all of the elements of Pinocchio, the story, mm-hmm. that we know and love. Which I also, also... also... Oh, gone. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, I do want to talk about Pinocchio, the story. Um, yeah. Eventually, but we can talk about Polly being baffled Um, <sighs> and the final just... thing this article mentions is also that he's already like his he's gonna be in another one of these Russian produced move or Russian movies where he's in the Lionsgate dub. Yep. So I guess he's just like this is just what he does now. Yeah. Do you want to read it? <laughs> Do you want to read the last couple lines of that paragraph? This is such a good quote again from Polly. Like, he's, he's really nailed this interview. This fucking rocks. Because <laughs> in this one he says, It was great to play a villain. It was funny. Totally different than Pinocchio. Everybody loves a villain. We all have villainous qualities. This is some Russian <laughs> sheep experiment shit. We all have villainous qualities, or we all have sinister kind of looks and feelings. So it was great to do it. Hey, this is the great... This is the... This is where he really gets on some next level shit because mm-hmm. uh, he says in real life no one wants to be a bad person but as an actor to play a bad guy an evil person it's the best <laughs> it's like the batman villain people love the joker so for me to play a bad guy is cool please god <laughs> please let Polly play the joker <laughs> make a, is there isn't there is, is there a russian batman movie <laughs> oh my god Please. That would be fucking fantastic. Please give me Russian Polly Joker. <laughs> oh my god. Also, give me Polly Russian Sleep Experiment. Yeah, sure, why not? His friends with Chris Catan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let Chris Catan play one of the captives and then let Polly play uh, Spasm. Yeah. Please. <laughs> let him go Paul Doug is, Jones uh... mode. Paul should de- Paul would be great at delivering like the final monologue of the of the Russian sleep experiment. He would be great at it. <laughs> um, the other thing that people have discovered is that there's two dubs. Yeah. This, also, this also went viral, and people were talking about the yesified and non-yesified version, <laughs> but they don't realize. Like they, people just. It just frustrates me that nobody like looks into this shit. <laughs> everyone was like, "What? Why is there two different dubs? This sucks." Well, you you uh, also had to dub. learn this the hard way. Yeah, because I the first version I legally acquired was like was the wrong dub. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's good because so I this way I could like I, mean, I didn't check back on as many things I was thinking of. I checked on the Signorinas thing, and in fact, the other dub actor says Signorinas, Um Signorinas. Amazing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> apparently, because here's the thing, there's two dubs. Yeah. And one of them is the one that we all... The love. one that we're here for. Yeah. 
uh, the one with Polly Shore, Tom Kenny, and John Hida. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a different dub in which Pinocchio is just played like by some man. Which is how uh, you can describe all of the voice actors, really. They're yeah. all played by some guy. <laughs> Using doing um, a voice that I can describe as some guy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. But apparently, the original dub for this was produced in Russia. Mm-hmm. And most of the dub actors are Russian, speaking English. Uh, which creates, like, no shade on these people who, you know, I'm... I have an accent when I speak English. You know, no shade on people having a Russian accent. Absolutely not. But they... Some of them have... A lot of the dubbing has this really eerie quality where they come really close to imitating like either a British or an American accent. And the closer they get, the more you notice that it's off. It's so fucking Like there's some... The dub actress for Bella is the one where it's like the most noticeable that she's Russian. Like she just Mm -hmm. like has a normal accent. Yeah. Uh, But for everyone else, for the... Lucilda is really noticeable, like the fairy. Yeah. We, Fallon and I were talking about that because we watched it together. We were going to watch it at Fallon's birthday party, but then, like, at the last Great. minute, at the last minute, they were like, I don't know if I want to spend my birthday watching Cursed yeah. Pinocchio. But, um, we, <laughs> we were watching it, and, like, Lucilda comes in and she she says her lines, and we were like, she said, like, I put forth that she sounds like a person whose first language is Russian but moved to Australia when she was, like, 15, (laughs) and she's trying to do a British accent. Okay, so this isn't quite true, but it's really close to the truth. Ooh! Because I looked this person up. Well, wait, hold on. I want to say what Fallon thought it was. Oh, yeah. You thought it was, like, basically the same, but instead of... Someone based in Hong Kong who then moved to Australia trying to do a bad British accent. (laughs) So, like, we were kind of close. Yeah. Uh, but just, like, different origins. Yeah. There's this weird Australian twang to it, but yeah, yeah go on. I sense, like, like a Hong Kong they... or a Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Australian thing doesn't seem to be true, but I looked, up, I looked up the dub actress for because here's the thing. On Dubbing Wiki, there's a whole list of all the dub voices, and mm-hmm. you can see that only the main three were recast, right? And everyone else is the same. Yeah. Um... And some of them have very obviously Russian names, right? Like mm-hmm. the person who dubbed Bella is called, called Lisa Klimova, uh, Andrei Kurganov for the cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them have, seems to have, seem to have English names. Uh, and I, so I googled Kate Lan, mm-hmm. and it says, Kate was born and grew up in Moscow, Russia. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is from her IMDb page. Uh, she went... In 2012, she went to England to study acting at Cambridge School of Visual and Performing Arts. Okay. Uh, In 2013, Kate moved to New York to become a student at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Okay. Um, Let's see if there's more information to where she was. Yeah, and then she mostly participated in, like, New York places. But, yeah, basically, like, if you learn, if you learn, like, acting at uh and caitlin obviously doesn't seem to be her like birth name right like i think for most of the english named actors we have it's the like actor's name they picked when they went to like a british or american acting school yeah i do want to say uh caitlin 
participated in a queer monologues project, so um, good on her. Cool. Hey, yeah. She's one of one of us. Um, <laughs> she's one year older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I know she did. You could have fooled me. Um, she sounds like somebody's aunt, but um, yeah, Bernard Carl. Yeah, I googled someone. Bernard Carl is obviously ungoogleable. Um. <laughs> Stephen Thomas Oxner, who played the fox, uh, is also Russian. Uh, like Stephen Thomas, an American Foxer. Russian actor. Uh, so it's really just like, and like I get it, right? Like you're a Russian studio, you're gonna try to find like people who speak both Russian and English, uh, so you can like do your dub. Mm-hmm. It just creates this really uncanny effect. It's bizarre. It's truly bizarre. Because it, I mean, it takes place in Italy, right? And they just can't. There's no consistency yeah. on whether they're speaking an American accent, a British accent, uh, a Russian accent. Yeah. You know? It's so it's strange. It's like uncanny is the only word I have for it because it's like yeah. so many of the accents are like they're almost recognizable. But they're like they're just not. They 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 fall yeah. just out of the the range of like this. This is an accent that a person could have, you know. It feels like I think someone uh, someone said uh, someone from our friend group said something about how it sounds like uh, auto generated like text to uh, yeah text to speech stuff yeah like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The way it sounds to me is that it sounds... I can't remember what it's fucking called, but it sounds like the person who wrote the script, who wrote the screenplay, like... Because I know I know sometimes they'll write a, a script phonetically for, like, somebody who, you know, has a very hard time with English. Um, and yeah. they'll, write it, they'll write it phonetically so that that person knows how to pronounce the words. And may not really know what they're saying, but they know how to say it. It sounds for me like they did that, but not with the actual pronunciation as much as with the emphasis on each syllable. Yeah. <laughs> and they did that completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, the whole, like, rhythm of the way people are speaking is just yeah. very bizarre. It's, it, it, it is like text-to-speech. Like, I had to... Yeah. Last month for my Patreon, I had to fuck with a bunch of text-to-speech stuff. I had to generate a bunch of Ronald Reagan voice clips. <laughs> and and that was that it for the most part it worked but there are definitely some points where it doesn't sound like a person le- least of all Ronald Reagan saying words the way a person says them and i was definitely expecting at any point for like the ai to fuck up and for one of the characters just just start going like like the Ronald Reagan bot did on yeah Fucking weird. I mean, the only one who gets close to that is Pauly Shore. When he's like, skiddy, skiddy, skiddy. <laughs> skiddy, skiddy. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> has anybody... Hold on. Has anybody made a Pauly Shore AI voice generator? Oh, God. God, I want there to be one. Pauly Shore visual voices guide. No, I don't think anybody has. Well, this is a project to our listeners, then. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody who's good at AI, please build me a polybot. Um, 
Anyway. <laughs> God. Yeah, There's think... just... Uh... Yeah. I think that's it for, like, the general context, right? Like... Um... Maybe we can get into the specifics, or do you have anything else? I want to talk about the context of the story of Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I... So... I'm not actually super familiar... Because, like, I... I was never, like, a Disney child, um, yeah. so I never, I don't think I've ever seen the Disney Pinocchio, which I think is, like, by I and have. far the world's most recognizable iteration of it. It's the most famous version, and, like, like almost every Disney movie version, uh, it's a much more mild version of what the original story is, like, that's Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, it's I wa- a typical thing. Like it's a Disneyfied version of uh-huh. of what Pinocchio is, and but that became then the popular vision of Pinocchio. Like Pinocchio in in the Disney movie is really just like a cute little child. Yeah. Like. And uh, well, in in the original story, have have you read the original story? <laughs> no. Well, I was going to talk about the original story because I haven't read it, but I I went to look it up because I wanted to learn yeah. about it. I and... have read it many years ago. Like I was literally like second or third grade i think um i want to talk about i really want to talk about this especially for like anybody who like me hasn't read the original story ever yeah and like isn't super familiar with it um so it was written in 1883 uh it's not really a fairy tale he's just like a book character um and if you if you go on his Wikipedia page, the under the contents, the first four things are fictional character description, characteristics, clothing and character, nose, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so those are his. You know, we can see one of his dis- distinguishing traits, right? I wonder um, if Pinocchio has a villain's rookie entry, though, because he's done oh some God. nasty stuff. Exactly! That's one of the things that I wanted to talk about the most, because the second paragraph of the actual entry on Wikipedia is, Pinocchio is known for having a short nose that becomes longer when he's unstress- under stress, especially while lying. In the original tale, Colodi describes him as a rascal, imp, scapegrace, parentheses, mischievous, or wayward person, disgrace, ragamuffin, and confirmed rogue. <laughs> even with, with even his father, Carpenter Geppetto, referring to him as a wretched boy. So he Pinocchio fo- kind awful. of Pinocchio is kind of following in the grand tradition of our beloved Max and Moritz, um, in that he can also be ground up in a mill. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really is the same. Like Pinocchio is is kind of a similar story to Max and Moritz in a way that yeah. it's like about how what happens when children are unruly yeah unruly. when children are yeah are rude yeah like he's just it's just mad and a maddening book like i i remember <laughs> even when i like when when i read it as a child it was just like so unpleasant like it's it starts with like pinocchio getting you know he's being made and once he gets sold he immediately kills the cricket that uh talks to him oh my uh, accidentally. god he just he throws the shoes at it and shoe at it and it dies and then after that like its ghost is haunting him. Jiminy Cricket is fucking dead. Yeah. Pinocchio he doesn't have a name him. in the original book. Oh Jiminy god. is like a Disney invention. Yeah. Oh my god. Like what? Maybe and then you he's can... like Geppetto gives him money 
uh, to go to school because cause at first it's like being a rude little boy uh, <laughs> and then Geppetto comes back and he like gives him food because Pinocchio is starving uh-huh. uh, and then he's like uh, Pinocchio is like I love you now dad I will go to school and become become a good boy and then Geppetto sells his one coat he mm-hmm. has in the winter mm-hmm. uh, so that Pinocchio so that he can buy Pinocchio an ABC book uh-huh. to go to school and then on the way to school, Pinocchio sees a circus troupe and goes goes that way instead, what instead of going bastard. to school. Of, of all the of like his 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 dad's hard earned. Oh my god! His poor dad's hard earned money. You know he had to sell his coat for it, and then he keeps doing like shenanigans that like. He's always like, I don't know. He's just both like very gullible. Like, he fought for every scam. What an idiot! <laughs> what a little bastard! I hope yeah. he gets turned into sawdust. What? Maybe, okay, maybe you can answer this for me. Why? Primarily in the 1800s, why was Europe <laughs> in love with stories about rude little boys getting fucking murdered? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be educational. <laughs> story from the 1800s from Europe is about little rude boys dying in the worst fucking way possible and everybody loving it. Yeah. <laughs> like, even this, like, where is it? Um, yeah, like, Pinocchio's bad behavior, rather than being charming or endearing, is meant to serve as a warning. Collodi originally intended the story, which was first published in 1881, to be a tragedy. It concluded with the puppet's execution by Pinocchio's enemies. The fox and the cat yeah. bind his arms, pass a noose around his throat, and hang him from the branch of an oak tree. And then they have an excerpt, which is the description of Pinocchio's horrible death. A tempestuous northerly wind began to blow and roar angrily, and it beat the poor puppet from side to side, making him swing violently like the clatter of a bell ringing for for a wedding, and the swinging gave him atrocious spasms. His breath failed him, and he could say no more. He shut his eyes, opened his mouth, stretched his legs, gave a long shudder, and hung stiff and insensible. What the fuck? Ew! (laughs) Yeah. What is wrong with these people? And for some reason, this story is still, like, incredibly beloved in Italy. Like, the actual original story, not the, not the Disney version. There's been, like, there's been a Pinocchio movie, like, that, that was, like, nominated in Best Foreign Language Movie or something for the Oscar a couple of years ago, and everyone was like, what, there's a new Pinocchio movie? Uh, I will say, it is, like, hilarious to think that Benito Mussolini probably would have grown up with this, and then he died the same way Pinocchio did, so... <laughs> Uh, anyway. <laughs> but this is just, like... Pinocchio is so shitty. Yeah. He's such a little piece of shit, and, like, everything makes him into just just a cute little boy. And the one thing, you know, the one punishment that he consistently receives in in from adaptation to adaptation is that he lies and him nose grow. Yeah. Right? We all know this. We come to Pinocchio to see him tell a funny lie, and then for his nose to come out like this. But that's not the real story, as we learn from a talking horse. Have you ever seen a nose grow out right in front of you? Not once. Never. Tell me more, horse. <laughs> <laughs>
Tell me more, Napoleon Dynamite Horse. <laughs> Tell me all about it. I gotta know. You ever heard Napoleon Dynamite's voice come out of a horse right in front of you? I've been waiting my whole life. <laughs> I have been waiting. John Heater is so bad. He's so bad as- He is I... so fucking awful. I don't even have words to, to describe his performance here, like, but this has got to be like one of the worst voice performances I've ever heard. It's awful! It's- he's like... He's not making any kind of characterization happen <laughs> with this voice, and like, he never- he never puts any kind- he never emotes in yeah. the right way at the right time. Yeah, there's, like, hints of emoting, but it's always wrong. It's always wrong. And, like, there's there's nothing about his voice that lends itself to this character. There's nothing about his voice that lends it to being a horse. He can't even win you good. <laughs> but it's <laughs> not even, even that this is his... the right way. Apparently he's been, like, trapped in, into doing these uh, Lionsgate voice dubs for like at least a decade I'm so it's fully, not his first time doing this i'm fully expecting to like open up john heater's wikipedia page and see that he's been held in a russian prison since like 2010 <laughs> that's the only reason i can think of this they just have him hostage why is he why is he doing this like this was really this horse was really not worth overdubbing this john horse Heater. fucking sucks this horse is intolerable <laughs> Like, this horse would not be better if a, a good voice actor were, were playing him. This horse fucking sucks and I want to shoot him with a gun. Well, I, I mean, hate it's this a bad horse. horse in general. Like, yeah. it's absolutely the worst character uh, in this movie. I hate him more than the actor Child Trafficker. Yeah. Which is the villain of the movie. Yeah. I hate this fucking horse. I want this horse dead. I want this horse book Pinocchio mode. I hate this fucking horse. <laughs> With this, my this life, movie is anti-horse propaganda for sure. <laughs> like, if you had any, if you had any doubts on on whether you like horses or not, you will walk away from this movie with nothing but ill will towards horses. Yeah. This this film, this fucking horse, <laughs> this horse never shuts the fuck up with his terrible ass John Heater voice. Why is there even a horse? Why is there a horse? Why does the horse talk? Nobody cares. Why is the horse the only animal that talks but is still a horse? He's not bipedal. He doesn't wear funny clothes. Why is he here? I'm so mad. But the horse is like... This isn't funny. The horse is the narrator of the movie too, at least for the first minute yeah um and it's got it's definitely got like jojo narrator syndrome where there's just a narrator sometimes yeah yeah i think he he i think he comes in like a couple more times in the movie with like his little commentary that sucks and i hate it yeah um, maybe yeah i don't know yeah it opens up, like, the, the, the way this movie opens is, like, one of the more insane things about it. And we talked about this. We, we, we like, very obviously, like, couldn't hold back on talking about this just because it's uh -huh. so wild. Like, it starts with John Heater voice 
John Hida horse saying, you know, not knowing which country he's in, saying, ladies and gentlemen, senores y senoritas, boys and girls, and their pets. And their pets. This is a story about when Geppetto made a wooden toy uh, and uh, it became a real human child. Uh, and there's all these legends about about wooden noses growing longer, but have you ever seen a nose grow out right in front of you? No, but I've also never seen a talking horse or a living <laughs> puppet boy. I don't know why, why this is, is where the... you draw the line and people realistically why is suspending that the their supposed... disbelief. <laughs> yeah. Why is it the supposed, oh, that's just... That's yeah, just why? Weird. Here's the true story of Pinocchio. What is wrong with this movie? Like It has been told 10 billion times, but those were all lies. The real, the true version of Pinocchio involved uh, him being in a circus troupe that steals from people, uh, and also the girl from the circus was actually like kidnapped and sold as a child slave to the circus owner. We'll goddamn talk about that! <laughs> but... What? Like... Why is this supposed to be the true story? Why... Why is this supposed to be Pinocchio? Why does this have to be a Pinocchio There's no movie? reason this for this Pinocchio. to be Pinocchio, yeah. The, the fact that he's a wooden There's toy like, uh, comes up like... Tw- or like... matters like twice, right? Like, yeah. Geppetto disappears. Geppetto's barely in it, uh, which is fine. Like, I don't think he's a lot in the original story or whatever. Yeah, like, there's none of the nose growing. They deliberately, they didn't the want to do that. They couldn't animate no. it. The No talking cricket. No talking cricket. There is a fairy, but, like, whatever. That could be anything. That yeah. could be any kind of magic catalyst. There is a talking horse. There's no reason for this to be Pinocchio. This could be anything. Is there just a talking horse because of Shrek? Like, did they try to make Probably. a moment happening? Probably. That's my guess. They had to have a funny comedy horse who talks. Just, and this one I, fucking sucks and isn't I funny. I can't talk about the movie because I hate the horse so much. Like, I fucking hate yeah, that's I have is how bad the horse is. <laughs> the horse is so... I cannot. Oh my... The, the horse gives us the opening monologue, right? And then Geppetto is like what do I name this? wooden toy that I just made. Do I name it Giuseppe? No. That's my neighbor who uh, I don't like. Can't yeah. name him that. Do I name him Leonardo? No. Maybe someday he'll grow up to be... He'll grow up to be... What's the exact phrasing he says? Who fucking cares? Up. It's a Ninja Turtles joke and you can see it coming from eight miles away. But also, a, but also a weird dig at DiCaprio. Like, he'll go up to be yeah. a selfish actor or a, a turtle or a ninja turtle. I don't know. <laughs> what did Leonardo really DiCaprio odd. do to you? The main reason why this is odd is because this is the only... Like, you'd think this is going to be a Shrek-type thing where it's going to be full of contemporary media references, you know, yeah. jokes only the grown-ups in the audience will get. But Yeah, it's got that, the funny that talking isn't horse, the case. yeah. Like, this is, the only, this is the only, like, contemporary media reference. Yeah. That and there's a bullet, there's a bullet time moment, and that's it. 
the timely bullet time moment. It's just fucking... For what? To what end? Why, so why are Geppetto we doing decides this? He's gonna name him Pinocchio, and then we meet Lucilda for the first time. Lucilda. She's here and she sounds so weird. <laughs> she does not sound... She sounds like she has an accent from, like, an alternate history of the world where different countries yeah. and different languages exist. And she comes by... She comes by in her cart, her little horse-drawn cart, and picks up her wand and just, like, gets it as if she's getting something from a drive through <laughs> <laughs> Geppetto just hands it to her, like, through... <laughs> like, as she doesn't even get off the horse. She doesn't get out of the cart. She just takes yeah. it and then goes on her way. And she has a little cockatoo. Who... Cattle. We'll talk about again. Yeah, we'll talk about the cockatoo again. But... Yeah. She has a little mono monologue with the cockatoo. Because she's like, let's make something nice happen for Geppetto because he's a nice man. Um... And we don't see anything happen. And then... See, this would be great if this was, like, if Pinocchio was, like, the horrible child from the original story. Because then it's, like, ironic to be, like, yeah. let's make something great for Geppetto and you create the, create the world's most horrible boy child. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> like, I'm... This, but, uh, clearly this Pinocchio man is just lonely. Mostly nice. Yeah. It's like, He's, this... Okay. Like, yeah. Oh no, you you go. The only I mean the only weird part about this is like the good fairy makes you a makes you a little boy child out of your uh, wooden toy that talks with Polish horse voice. Like it's a <laughs> little weird. <laughs> yeah, it's not really the monkey's paw, like the finger curling down on the monkey's paw the whole way. It's just kind of the the hand going like eh, just like a little bit bent, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, it's gonna it's got, be fine to fine by the end. So. Yeah, it's got like a tiny bit of arthritis, but that's that's about it. Yeah. But like, it would be they should have gone full full monkey paw on it. They should have they should have said okay. She she looks at this situation. She sees that Geppetto is like a lonely old man with like he's never had a kid, so he has no way to like carry on his 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 family legacy, whatever. He has nobody to take over the shop when he dies, which is clearly gonna happen soon because he's old as hell. Yeah. And he's he's so lonely that he's gone ahead and made a little puppet boy. And the fairy says, Okay, this is a nice dude. I'm gonna throw him I'm gonna throw him a bone. I'm gonna do him a solid. <laughs> I'm gonna make this little boy I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm going to give him a little son. And I hate turns this. <laughs> turns the they should have this is what they should have done. They they turn yeah. she turns the little boy into a real, you know, into a walking talking puppet boy. But nobody takes into the takes into account the fact that um little boys are fucking awful sometimes. Um and also this is Europe in the eighteen hundreds, so he has to be mm -hmm. a horrible menace. Um and yep. he becomes he becomes a public nuisance. And at the end of the story, they realize that the only solution here is to either hang him from a tree or run him through a mill. <laughs> he's, he's... There's gonna be at least three more Pinocchio movies coming out this year. There's Insane. the Russian one we already talked about, and then there's gonna be two high-value productions by, like, 
one by Disney and the other one is directed by Guillermo del Toro and written by Pat McHale who wrote Over the Garden Wall. Yep. Um, one of these has the potential to be good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'm just curious if they're gonna... Cause I'm, since it's del Toro and Pat McHale, obviously it's gonna be like darker. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm sure it's gonna be like a little more close to the original story, but I just can't see... I don't think even Guillermo del Toro and Pat McHale will be able to go so far as to make him the horrible little nuisance from the original story. And they just can't, because modern audiences won't be able to, like, identify with them. I mean, I don't know how 18th or 19th century audiences took to that. They loved it. In in 2022, you can't make a... You can't make Max and Moritz happen in 2022, (laughs) you know? You should! (laughs) Give me... Bring to me, in summer 2025, bring uh-huh. to me CGI big-budget production of Max and Moritz. Guillermo del Toro's Max and Moritz, yeah. Please! <laughs> give me Guillermo del Toro's Max and Moritz. I will do anything. I will do anything. I will give my life. I will go sit on a train track. I will show so much boob. Please make this happen. <laughs> I, I, I wrote down that this is where Geppetto remarks that uh, Tibbet is probably the only talking horse, but I don't remember in which context already. Probably. Well, it's because Tibbet sticks his fucking awful head in oh. the window and <laughs> says some sass comment and, like, takes some dig at Geppetto, I think. He says something yeah. rude and not funny. And then Geppetto's like, oh, you shouldn't be so rude. You're probably the only talking horse <laughs> in the world, and th- that means you should have... You should be on... Exhibit better behavior or something is basically the gist of it. I don't fucking- who cares? I don't know why the movie needed to specify that he's probably the only talking horse. When later on the talking cat and the fox are just taken for granted. Like, nobody questions that. They're just there. They're just there. The only explanation I can think of for that is that they're guys in fursuits. I don't they're think just 24-7 think... in fursuits. But that doesn't think... work. No, I don't think that's true. No, they're not. They're literally a fox and a cat who walk around on two legs and wear human clothes and have human jobs and human desires and human foibles. Yeah. But Tybalt is just a talking horse. For some reason. And nobody cares. I mean, the reason for... I know the reason. The reason is that the the fox and the cat were in the original Pinocchio and the horse wasn't. Yep. (laughs) But, like... In canon, it just... In universe? So we cut from... We cut from, uh, you know, the fairy, like, riding away. Lucilla riding away and be like, Ho, 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 ho. We are going to do something nice for old Geppetto. (laughs) He's gonna Um, love it. (laughs) We cut from that to the opening titles that says Pinocchio, a true story. And then it shows Polly Shore is the first name it shows. Yeah. John Heda and then Tom Kenny. And then the, then the subtitles say Goofy Laughter. God, they super do. <laughs> the, can we talk about the subtitles for a second? Because the subtitles in this movie yeah. are insane. The subtitles are like full of typos, and like there's a bunch of moments where the subtitles are like they'll have they'll forget a space, so two words are shoved shoved together, and then like half the subtitles are just like 
noise directions or descriptions of like yeah. sounds characters are making. It's really good. I want to download the subtitle file. <laughs> it's fine to describe like noises, right? Like that's normal, but it uh-huh. also describes like sounds characters make. Like it's yeah. just gonna say there's gonna be a bit where the bit where Polly is like skiddy skiddy skiddy. The subtitles just say exclaiming. <laughs> <laughs> this MF exclaiming. <laughs> this dude gonna exclaim. It's incredible. <laughs> Like a bit where the other subtitle. I'm just looking if I noted down any funny subtitles, and the other one is where in the Let It Go song. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a bit where it just says vocalizing continues. Yeah. <laughs> I know we like noted several of them while we were watching it on stream. Like, I, and sadly, I only got to see the last like 20 minutes of it because I was at work. Yeah. Um, but I I did watch it later. Um. But, like, I want to try to find some of them, because I know... I, I need- we need to provide, like, like, malevolent chuckling. Yeah. Which is, like, the alternate title of this podcast, honestly. Yeah, malevolent chuckling was, like, that's what the subtitle was, but it actually was, like, <laughs> like, it was something like that. Like, like, you know, you can just write nyehehe, or you can just write skiddy skiddy in the subtitles, you know, if that's the words they say. Yeah. It's just... It's really good, I think, personally. If yeah. you ask me, nays disapprovingly. I'm just looking <laughs> back through the chat finding more. <laughs> I have I have a very deep emotional connection to funny subtitles. Um, just for the record, yeah. Uh, this is the, the, like, this is the opening shot where Polly is doing, uh, Polly, Pinocchio is doing, like, horse tricks. Oh, wait, can we talk, can we go back for one second? Because, like, when, when Pinocchio is, is given life, um, you know, he, he, he looks over at Geppetto, and Geppetto, I think, like, does a startled little, ah, and, like, falls over, and... Pinocchio's the first thing Pinocchio does is laugh at him, which is canonical to the original story. The first thing he does when he gets life is laugh at Geppetto and take him for a fool. So yeah. <laughs> that's in that's consistent with the original text, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> they said we gotta keep this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then then Pinocchio. We have no idea how much time has passed. Um, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks the same. Yeah. Uh, but that that's fine, because he's a wooden toy, so it could yeah. have been, like, one week to ten years, like, anything. Yeah. It could be the next day, for all we know. Who's yeah. to say? I but mean, he, he does famously say, Father, when can I go out to be on my own? So I, yeah. I assume it was at least several years. It's something like that, yeah. So it's an indescribed... Indetermined, indeterminate amount of time later, he's outside. He's doing funny horse tricks, um, and then like the cops come by to search Geppetto's house for no reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, they literally the they're there? looking for things to do. But these they're are looking... the only, the only three cops in Italy. Uh huh. And this is like, I mean, 
Listen, the cops going around and f- trying deliberately to find crimes, yeah. uh, because I guess they need to get their funding, that's accurate. Because they go up to, they roll up to Geppetto's house and they knock on their door, on his door, and they're like, you seen anything suspicious? And he's like, no. And they're like, damn it. Well, I think that sounds suspicious in and of itself, yeah. which is what cops be doing. And then they try to search him without a warrant. And uh, Tybalt and Pinocchio have to go hide in the, like, shed for some reason. I guess because, I guess the implication is because it would be suspicious for Geppetto to have a talking wooden boy puppet. And a talking but, horse, yeah. And a talking horse, but Do like, you think, I, why I would that be a, a crime? Theory. Do you think, do you think the last time Geppetto fixed Lucilda's wand, she gave the horse the speaking voice? <laughs> Wish I hope that's the case. <laughs> that would tie up a couple of loose ends. And it would like like that would make it a little bit better. That would make it a little bit more cohesive because then we'd have the setup for like her trying to do something nice for Geppetto, but it not really going as planned, and him Geppetto having to bear the brunt of it because now not only is he because stuck. Because now with he this, is the world's worst horse. He has the fucking worst horse imaginable and <laughs> he's just gotta live with it and be like the next time the next time Lucilda rolls around he's like oh yeah thanks uh-huh yeah I really love it and um cause he like you know he knows it he just knows makes Lucilda a much more interesting character this uh-huh. way cause, cause she's just so like high and mighty all the time just yeah. so oh, up to her own like received pronunciation bullshit <laughs> She's she, her heart's in the right place, but she's also a fairy, and she has no idea what humans actually like. Yeah. So you know, it's it reminds me of like a throwaway line in a King of the Hill episode, where like Bobby has joined some sports team at school, but he's just the water boy, and Hank is like finds out about it, and he's saying to Peggy like. It's like when, when you get a genie, but you would you but you word your wish wrong, and you end up with a solid gold head, and that's what this is. This is Geppetto's solid gold head. <laughs> <laughs> so Polly is like, I. Oh yeah, this is it. Before or after the cop search, where Polly's like, Father, why can't I go out to be on my own? Um, it's, like, right after the cops leave, and I still want to go back and talk about this, because, like, there's no establishment of, like, why exactly it would be bad for the cops to discover him. (laughs) Like, I guess the implication is that, like, it's just suspicious in and of itself that a boy made out of wood and a horse are both talking and moving around, but... What are they going to get Geppetto for? <laughs> what, is, what is he in violation of? Illegal talking toy. <laughs> like, is, is talking with an illegal substance? <laughs> it's a regulated substance. <laughs> like, that's what the, He's a Schedule it, 2 puppet. <laughs> in the movie, it was like... 
in this one it's like uh you know he makes pinocchio like as a wooden toy and then he gets life but in the original book there's just like a log of wood that has sentience sentience like uh and there's another like guy who has this log of wood and he he's really annoyed by it because it's like jumps and like moves and, like, that would piss then me he off. gives it away to Geppetto and then Geppetto has it and he's like I'm gonna make a child out of this log of wood I was gonna say I feel, I've been feeling sorry for, for Geppetto cause he's obviously like bearing the brunt of all of this annoyance but yeah. if you get an annoying log and then you decide I'm going to make a horrible boy out of it like you deserve it sorry I don't think Geppetto idiot. knows that it's the annoy- it's an annoying wood yet like it's just the other guy who says Geppetto's friend uh, who knows about it? And he's he says it. He says it like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you this normal log of wood <laughs> to make toys out of." Okay, I will make a normal little boy out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is his neighbor Gi- uh, Giuseppe that he doesn't like. That he won't name his 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 wooden son after. Um, but yeah, Geppetto goes in to like check on Pinocchio and Tybalt, and that's when Pinocchio says his famous line that we all know and love. Yeah. Um. And Geppetto says, no, not yet. And then... I'm not sure if this is said, like, right before or after, or, or, like, at this point, but uh, Pinocchio says something about... Because he's doing all his horse tricks, right? Uh But he's like, I can't get hurt, because I'm made out of high-quality materials. You always (laughs) told me this, Dad. Yep. (laughs) That's another thing that needed explaining, I guess. Yeah. There's nothing, like... It hints at something. Fuck if I know what. Because they never... That's all they give us. It's like, yeah. I don't have another... I don't have another index card on my, my cork board to pin a string to with it. That's all I have. <laughs> so, yeah, and then when, when, when Geppetto is like, with time you can go out, and then Polly says, uh, time sure takes its sweet time. Yeah. That's the theme of the movie, I think. They said we need to include themes. What's a theme? Yeah. Uh, S- start throwing theme some of- abstract nouns at me. <laughs> uh, family? I think that's a theme of the movie. Sure. Sure, why not? Close I, I, enough. I think you can make a case for that. I guess. <laughs> We're just talking about themes. We're not talking about whether or not they actually accomplish anything. Whether or not no, they actually cohesively pull them together, but... Sometimes your real family is your actual dad that you got separated from and is the world's stupidest cop. <laughs> this fucking... <laughs> do, we, do we want to... Because we haven't even gotten to Bella that. yet. We haven't even gotten to Bella yet, but this is... We haven't Bella even gotten to the cop right. yet. Right after this, because after yeah. this, there's like some noises, and then uh, I've Bella is like at the back of this cart, right? And it's uh-huh. like out of control. And Bella, <laughs> Do you by the way, exactly is... what happens. Like, Bella, by the way, is like a, a girl, and she has she has blue she hair, has... she has pronouns. Yeah, um, those are her traits. That's all of them. She has a goofy mm-hmm. accent, um, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the cart is, like, 
running around. I I don't remember if the cart is like being pulled by something. There's a I horse at it. I think is it a horse. But I think the horse is like out of control or something, and then yeah, Pinocchio tries to ride the horse or something. He does poorly. Does some action noises. Yeah, he makes a lot of action grunts, and then uh, um, and like the main thing is he rescues uh, Bella, and then immediately the cat shoots him in the chest, and he dies. <laughs> God, I wish. Uh, but um, yeah, he 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 dies, but he's fine. He gets up, and then um, because it's made out of high quality materials, this was too uh-huh. important to establish earlier, so this yeah. can happen. Uh huh. Famously, if you shoot a gun at a tree, nothing happens to it. No. No. Um, no, it's like... Uh, it's like when you kick someone in the nuts who has no balls. Yeah, not nothing happens. It. it makes them more powerful, actually. <laughs> um, it makes them go Super Saiyan. So, uh... So, Pinocchio saves Bella from the, the cart shenanigans, and then... The cat and the fox come over, and they realize that Pinocchio is made out of wood. And so the cat says, oh no, this monster. He's a freak of nature. Yeah. He's a freak! He's a fucking he freak, Eddie! He needs to be killed. <laughs> he needs to die. <laughs> so he shoots him with a gun, and Polly goes Super Saiyan. He, he gets up, he's fine, and then, like, um, Bella's quote-unquote father, her adoptive father, who's the, the ring master Man, of the Jafuko. circus. Motherfucker comes over, and um, he's like, oh, you saved my beautiful daughter. Uh, I want you to join my circus about it. And um, Polly says, well, I have to go talk to my dad. I have to, get, I have to go get my dad. I have to go get my per- permission slip for my dad. And um, uh, Tybalt tries to talk him out of it, but then Manchafuko is like, uh, It'll be good, actually, and Tybalt... Er, he says something that makes Tybalt start being like, oh, I'm his, his yeah, talent agent now. Yeah, yeah, no, no he says... Uh, th- he says something like, uh, of course it's gonna be... Uh, Pinocchio's gonna do great with such an amazing talent yeah. agent. And then this really goes into this piece of shit horse's head. <laughs> Fuck this horse. Um, so, uh... Yeah, they, like, do they, they don't actually, or no, they go back to Geppetto, and Pinocchio is like, let me do this just one, one time, and then I'll come home, and it'll be fine. Just one performance. Just one. Um, it's all I need. And Geppetto relents eventually, so Pinocchio is like, I'll win us, I'll get us some money, I'll get us some money. Yeah. It'll be important, I'll get us some money, because obviously we're poor. We live in this very big, nice house, (laughs) but we're very poor. Um, and then he says, skiddy, skiddy, skiddy. <laughs> he says, 23 skiddy, and he leaves. <laughs> and so, then Pinocchio is gonna perform at the, the Snurkus, and, um, like, the first act, this circus makes no fucking sense. Okay, so the first circus <laughs> act circus. is the cat and the fox. I love this circus. This is demented. So the yeah. first act is the before cat and the that, fox. Before we get to the circus, there's uh, we see the cops again. And, yeah, uh, they're the main cop. The main cop. There's three cops, uh, and the main cop uh, tosses a coin and he says, "We go into that. That's where the that's where the criminal is gonna be." Because he's like, "There's a circus and there's something fishy about it." Yeah. Uh, this hints to the themes of the late the later themes of the movie, which I've decided are. 
That's family. Yeah. <laughs> the fames the fames are time <laughs> allegedly family time, family and circus. <laughs> the theme is the family circus. Um so in so, the end it becomes the family circus. God fucking damn you for reminding me. Um <laughs> but uh so the the first act at the circus is the cat and the fox. And the fox is like they're I don't fucking remember what the fox is supposed to do, but the cat has like a funny gun and he shoots the gun the at the has fox. The, has an yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're doing the 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 William Tell act. William Tell. Yeah, and so the cat has his gun out and he shoots it but just confetti comes out and the crowd goes wild. They love it. Um They love this. They love this. What the fuck is the second part of it that they hate, though? The second part is... Then the apple just... Wait, what was it like? There was something of, like, the cat catching the apple on its, uh... Claws or something? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the fox, like, s- something happens and the apple goes flying and the cat reaches up and, like, spears the apple on his, his claw. And the crowd, for <laughs> some reason, hates it. fucking this. hates it. The crowd says this is cringe. Why is this bad? Why did the why does the why, crowd not like this? Why is this worse than the confetti gun from before? Why? <laughs> Are you saying <laughs> the crowd is just like doing in real time that shit where like you you like something and then you get bored of something, but it just like there's just one one thing, you know one the sensation of there being like a talking anthropomorphic cat and fox uh, lasts exactly one act long like exactly one thing long and after that they fucking hate it and they want this cat and fox gone yeah that's that's all of the novelty they can wring out of it yeah they yeah, for some reason like and this is like objectively if i saw a person do this if i saw a person with like a big false nail like i have like impale an apple on it mm. from god knows how far i would say god damn okay but if you saw like a human-sized anthropomorphic cat do this it would be cringe <laughs> we know this <laughs> like that's the i just can't get over how nobody thinks it's weird that the cat and the fox are like talking and doing nobody yeah shit. nobody thinks this is weird nobody thinks tibble talking is weird either yeah, even though even he's though he... probably the only talking horse. Probably. Wow. The, the other possibility is because Geppetto does say probably, so maybe this is my other game theory on this. Is <laughs> you know, The first one was the fairy made him speak, uh-huh. uh, and the second one is that there's a lot more that actually in this world every horse talks. Geppetto just hasn't seen another horse because he doesn't <laughs> get out. Yeah, this is the only horse Geppetto has ever seen yeah. in his life. So, so the crowd says, I hate this cat <laughs> spearing an apple trick. This fucking sucks. So they leave the stage, and Majifuko's like, all right, we gotta bring out the big guns. Send in the clown! So he sends the clown out, and while he's doing that, he, like, um... I'm obsessed with this clown. <laughs> This clown has a name. Um, yeah, what is the clown's name? I can look so, up starts real with an quick F. If I still have this. Fantozzi. Fantozzi, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is the name of the clown, and 
This clown at no point does clown shit. <laughs> like, he rides I, around on a unicycle and that's the closest we get. Not once does this clown get up to any sort of buffoonery. <laughs> he never tells a single joke, right? He's never he's like pretty dour for most of the time. But he's not like he's not like a sad clown, right? Like he's not like the one where that has like one tear and it's so ironic because a clown would cry. It's not that. <laughs> it's just like a pretty low energy guy. Like that's his whole yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sometimes gonna lurk in the back of shots. He's just or there. just like ride his unicycle in the background, but like in the in the most like dopey way. Like there's no swag to this clown, which is <laughs> <laughs> this clown is a bona fide scrub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot play the game of comedy. <laughs> he's he's got no game. No disrespect whatsoever, but this clown, like, he's just going around at, like, a moderate speed on his unicycle, and that's all he does. That's his yeah. only trick. <laughs> right, like, it's not even impressive unicycling. Like, I guess he does it on a yeah. rope or whatever. Like, that's impressive, I guess. But he still, like, does it with so little swag. He has no charisma. Like, yeah. Is the, no swag whatsoever. So, fucking whatever. The, cl- the crowd, but, like, I guess... I, this sounds like we're hating on the clown, but no, I love this clown. Yeah. This clown is the best character in the movie because yeah. he does nothing that offends me. Yeah, um, this clown is like... And then, then there's there's a hint later that there's a whole, like, clown communication network. Yeah! Which is the, the most interesting clown part of the network. movie. There's, this, there's, like, a secret clown discord yeah. where they all get in, get together. <laughs> they talk about clown shit and goings-on. Um, but, like, I guess the crowd comes back around because they see these, like, inoffensive clown stunts. Um, sorry, this one inoffensive clown stunt. And, um, then it's time for Bella's act. I think, right? I No, Polly does his act first. Oh, Polly does his act first? Okay, yeah. yeah. So Polly does his act first, and, um, he does, like, the exact same animations that he did <laughs> when he was practicing. Um, he's in, like, a gold leotard now is really yeah. the only difference. He does um, horse acrobatics, and that's apparently a lot more impressive than whatever the cat and the fox did. Mm-hmm. I guess on the basis of him being a wooden boy. I guess. I, I guess, guess. I guess it's kind of impressive that he's a wooden boy who does horse yeah. acrobatics. But the yeah. horse is just, like, running around in a circle, which I guess how horse acrobatics works, but... Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, you know, it's a good act for, like, if you're doing horse acrobatics as a sport, but, like, as a circus spectacle you know if i go to the circus i want to see like i don't know people putting their heads into tigers and shit yeah i like (laughs) i want to see people almost dying yeah when i go to the circus i like i don't want to go to the circus because i know they're just dens of animal cruelty yeah but like if i were to go to one i would want to see people getting this close to death and then escaping there's no sense of that at, like at any point except for like maybe one flash of a second during Bella's act <laughs> um yeah so next is Bella next is Bella people love Pinocchio's act people love Pinocchio um uh, next is Bella's act and she does the song let it go from Frozen <laughs> she does the song let it go from Frozen <laughs> this is where this is this scene is where I 
came up with my theory, which is that the actress who is dubbing Bella is, like, the casting director's, like, 23-year-old girlfriend who has, like, a, a vocal career on, on TikTok or Instagram yeah. or something. Um, like, she she can kind of sing. It's very, like, modern pop voice. Yeah. Um, it's not super high-pitched, which I was kind of surprised about. Anytime, anytime a female character has a deep voice, I, I kind of pog a little bit because of it's same. Um, so, so uh, when I see that, especially with a character's singing voice, I kind of go, you know, I, I, I get a, I get a little bit happy about it. But like that, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's not very, a, it's not it's, like remarkable. It really isn't. It's not a very. I mean, I was as when when we were watching this movie in Discord, uh, mm-hmm. and this scene came out. That was where I started ascending because I was like, I was already <laughs> having a great time with this movie. And the fact that they put in musical numbers just, like, took me yeah. out. It really took me by surprise. And especially because of how, like, ac- like I, I don't know, I, I love when, like, shitty movies do musical numbers where it's a song uh-huh. that is, like, entirely unremarkable. Like, it's barely a song. Yeah. Uh, and there's two more songs in this movie, and they're gonna be less and less songs. Each like, song, yeah. Each yeah. song loses a bit more of what it means to be a song. <laughs> But two of the three songs are sung by Bella Solo, so it's Aww. like probably her original dub voice is, I, I looked her up and she seems to also have a singing career, I guess, so mm-hmm. not not like a big one, like, she still build as actress first, but Aww. I guess they tried to, it just really feels like they wanted to make, like, Frozen change the way uh, songs in kids' movies are. Uh-huh. In a way, it just yep. feels like they really tried to get their own "Let It Go" here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like full transparency, I don't like "Let It Go." I don't like Adina Menzel's voice. Um, but like, this isn't. This is no "Let It Go." <laughs> no, this, this is the. Uh, this is the shadows on the wall. <laughs> that 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 are cast by "Let It Go." <laughs> And one must imagine a Russian audience that. (laughs) 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 I just really like to imagine children who are made to watch this. Uh, and haven't seen a good movie, and this is what, you know, this is their, this is gonna be there for a couple of years, this is gonna be their entire understanding of what, of what movies are like. Yeah. This is their concept. Fucking incredible. Plato's allegory of the fave. Yeah. Like, that's what this is. It's, it's just fucking, it's, I don't even fucking remember what this song was about. It was something about, like, I'm free. Fucking cares. And then, it but like matter. most of it is just most of it. Is, most of it is just as I quote the subtitles. Vocalizing continues. Like that's what uh-huh. most of the songs. It's just just like ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's doing like like trapeze shit, kind of yeah. with like a hoop. Um, and Pinocchio is watching and pogging. Pinocchio um, can't believe this shit because this is the first time we've <laughs> seen a girl. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's literally never seen a girl before in his life. Um, but but he was he was animated with with you know by by Lucilda with the heterosexuality function. Yeah. So um, he he has no choice but to pog. He loves it. He um, loves it. Uh, he loves it. And so the audience much. loves it. But I don't yeah. know. This is a type of song where you just like can't tell if this is supposed to be diegetic or not. Yeah. Like, is she singing in the circus? Like, how does that? She's singing while doing acrobatics. Like, that's. You don't sure. have control of your, like. Yeah. Vocal notes or whatever they're called, your lungs yeah. and. Like, if you did shit. and you were able to pull this off, that would be impressive, I guess. Yeah. But, like, you'd have to be mic'd up and shit, and you'd have to, like, be mic'd up in a way that, like, it doesn't get in the way of doing all of your stunts and everything. Yeah. So it just, it's... In a movie where there's a talking anthropomorphous cat and fox and horse, um, and a, and a animated magic wooden puppet boy, this is where I draw the line. This is my <laughs> suspension of disbelief. I could have taken the nose growing. Um... But whatever. Uh, she does her act, and Pinocchio is in love now, and yeah. he decides that he's he's actually not gonna go home after tonight. He's gonna stay with the circus. Mm. This is his new purpose in life. Yep, yeah, he gets um, paid five gold coins. Uh, he gets five entire gold coins. Come in important, the and then yeah, you know, and, and fucking Manjafukok coaxes him into. Uh, doing the entire leg of the tour and the horse uh -huh. is like, but you promised your dad you'd go back. Uh, I don't know at which point Pinocchio is like, now you're my dad now, but... I think it's here. I think it's some somewhere around this point where Pinocchio is like, but you can be my dad while I'm away from my dad and the horse. This just really goes into the horse's head. Like, Yeah, he loves it. He's like, I think he says something like, I never imagined our dynamic to be a father-son dynamic. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this uh, fucking... Like, I thought I would hate the horse with him, you know, being the talent agent thing, yeah. doing that whole thing. I hate him ten times goddamn more as the dad. And, like, so, okay, so my, my experience of this movie was first I watched the last... 20 minutes of it while I was at work when you were streaming it, and then I watched the full thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, one of the first lines I heard when I logged in and watched the, the end of it was the horse saying that he is Pinocchio's dad, and not having the context of it, like... <laughs> yeah, it was something like, as your father. my ass off. I could not... I was like, what did I miss? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the trailer, like, led me to believe that maybe, like, but, like, I don't fucking know. There's, like, a magic dad or something who got <laughs> magic turned into, dad. like, that, <laughs> no, that there's, like, some oh, guy who was another father figure to Pinocchio who, yeah, like, was... whose soul got put into the horse. I don't know. <laughs> you know? That was the, f the fairy's first miracle, actually, is that that she turned the dead into a horse. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, wait, is like, is like Geppetto in the horse? No, cause Geppetto's voiced by Tom Kenny. Why would they give him a different voice when he's yeah. in the horse? And, you know, so I had to ask and that's when I figured out what the, what was actually going on. But it's like, it, 
that moment was and it was like the end of the work day for me i had like yeah. an hour left so my brain was gone um <laughs> I had had nothing to do at work that day, and, like, two hours before, I was at this point where I was like, I have nothing to do. My brain is completely dead. Like, I have- I can't even think of things to Google to, like, stop being bored. I- what am I doing here? Yeah. Why am I existing? I wanted to turn my brain off so bad. Um. And the first thing you saw was a horse being Pinocchio, is that- And at that point- I mean, maybe that, like, immediately set you off- I was gonna say it set you off on a wrong foot with this horse, but like the initial first impression that the horse makes in the movie is just like just as bad. Like there's no, there's no point in this movie where you see the, where you hear John Heater's voice coming out of this horse, and you you don't want to throw something at your yeah screen. like yeah. My first thought was the confusion, and then my second thought was I fucking hate this horse. This horse is my enemy. Like yeah. This, I will end this horse's life. I I, I would say when the when the horse said, "I never imagined our dynamic to be like father son dynamic." It made me look up uh, Polly Shore and John Heater's ages, and Polly Shore is ten years older than John Heater. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he sounds like it, like. But like you can like twist that. I was it, it it made it made my gears turn about like whether like Napoleon Dynamite was like kind of a product of Pauly Shore movies like it's like oh symbolically God. Pauly Shore is like the actual symbolical father figure to John Heater. Oh my God! But that, that doesn't work because that's the opposite. Like I know. <sighs> and I don't think like. I don't I feel think like John Heater would have worked better as Pinocchio and Pinocchio. Uh, no. Pauly Shore could have worked as the horse, but John Heater wouldn't have worked as Pinocchio, so... No. Like, and I think now is as good a time as any to talk about the fact that Pauly Shore as Pinocchio and John Heater as the horse have no chemistry together. I mean, they've probably never been in a recording booth at the same time. Oh, they absolutely so. not. No. They've never met in person. The, like... <laughs> There's just no- they- they don't sound like they're occupying the same space, yeah. like, in any way of- in any sense of the meaning but of what I just said. do any characters sound like that? No. But, like, these two in particular, <laughs> it sticks out- it's a particularly egregious with these two because yeah. they're, like, the- the main- they're the focal point of the movie. They- they don't- they never sound like they're talking about the same thing. They never sound like they have the same hit- like, a shared history with each other. They no. sound like they're being voiced by two guys thousands of miles apart I mean, from each other. The horse, the horse says it, as I said, Tibot says at this point something like, I've never imagined our dynamic to be a father-son dynamic, but it does make you ask the question, what is your dynamic then? Cause they have I, no dynamic! Yeah. What dynamic? There's nothing dynamic about anything in this movie. Like... <laughs> Oh my god, so... Fucking whatever, um... Is this where they, like... What happens, like... Pinocchio Circus. Pinocchio Circus, yeah, there's... <laughs> <laughs> this is... Incredible. This part, like... This is, this is, this is the greatest... This is the second best sequence in the movie. There's one, one that I... Where I lost it even more. That, like... 
It's a Pauly Shore movie, so it has to have a montage. Yeah. So, there's a montage of the, like, circus train going around from town to town, and overlaid on top of it are these posters advertising the circus. And it's just posters. Like, there's no real evolution in, like, what's being featured, because they don't go in any kind of order. It isn't, like, the circus, uh, and then the circus featuring Pinocchio the Wooden Boy, (laughs) and then Pinocchio the Wooden Boy, and then Pinocchio Circus. It's nothing like that, which would make a little bit of sense. It's just random posters, and I swear, (laughs) I think two of the posters are exactly the same. Um, It goes, like, back and forth between, like, Bella Manja Fuoco Circus, Bella and Pinocchio Circus, Pinocchio Circus, Bella Circus, Pinocchio Circus. But like, yeah, yeah as you said, there's no like advancement, it's just like immediately, just like Pinocchio Circus. And none of them are like, they're not even good posters. No. They're just like, no, whoever the circus is hiring to do their graphics, it's like... <laughs> it's the like same the person cat, does the yeah. posters for this movie, I guess. Yeah, Manja Fuoco does them himself. Yeah. It's like, they're just like... They're so Graphic nothing. Design the... is his passion. That's why yeah. he needs to rob all these people to like buy his Photoshop upgrades. <laughs> He's using MS Paint, and the <laughs> the the best one is Pinocchio Circus. Yeah, Pinocchio Circus is incredible. Pinocchio Circus. I mean, Pinocchio Circus would be insane even if there was like the proposed sequence by you. Where it goes from, like, circus with its attraction Pinocchio, etc. to Pinocchio Circus. Just, like, just the words Pinocchio Circus with, like, (laughs) stupid Pinocchio face from this movie. Because this puppet looks like shit. Like, he has... He looks like shit. He has that haircut that, like, they used to give, like, every... Every boy in my, like, high school from, like... Or, like, middle school, I guess, in American terms, where it's just, like, goes up here. I was gonna say, if you take his hat off, he's got, like, the Tintin haircut. Yeah. But, um... He looks at, There's nothing puppet about him. He doesn't have, like, the jointed, like, the mouth or anything. He doesn't have, like... Yeah, like, he just... There's just, like, some... It's just the texture of his skin. Yeah, he's that just got, like, puppet, like But he doesn't skin, yeah. move like a puppet, right? No. Because the animation is... We didn't talk about the animation. It's not very good. Mm-mm. It's not food fight. No, uh, it's not. It's it's be- it's definitely better than food fight. It it's it's like serviceable, but like, but like bad. It's still not great. Yeah, it's yeah. It's very and, soulless. Uh huh. Like it's um, in a way that a lot of like mass produced. Like I don't know if you if you tune in like to like a children's channel and there's gonna be a CG animated show, it's gonna be like yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, level and, of animation. Yeah, and it's not helped by the fact that the character designs are bad. The character um, designs are also very, like, there's no love poured mm-hmm. into this movie. Like, probably Polly Shore's passion of recording these lines is, uh, is the most passion anyone has brought to this. Because clearly yeah. there's no passion in whatever John Heater and Tom Kenny do. Mm-mm. There's no passion in anything that anybody does. Like, Polly is... And Polly. Like one of the one of the th- one thing you gotta know about Polly Shore is that like 
the thing about all of his polyisms is that, like, he's always kind of dead-eyed. Yeah. You know, because he's he's got that, like, stoner aspect about him, right? Yeah. So he's kind of, he's very, like, it's it's a very unique kind of low energy, right? And yeah. he's like that, he's like that as himself. And so for as much passion and energy as he puts into it, it doesn't read as passionate and energy. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit more high energy than, like, crawl or whatever but yeah a little uh, bit it's still it's still very recognizably polish or and i want to say one thing yeah i want to say one thing this is more poly than like jury duty let him be (laughs) yeah which isn't a high board across but like there were two moments where i said okay that's a poly movie moment Mm. like i could see i could see Paulie Shore, the actor, doing this in yeah. a scene in like a Golden Age Polly movie, you know, mm-hmm. in like a which is like one movie, man, like Golden is... Age of Polly. I guess two movies. Golden yeah. Age Polly. <laughs> it like it was the yeah, it was like the very first scene where he gains sentience and like scares the shit out of Geppetto, and like the way he laughs yeah. and does something else that I already don't remember what it is. That was very Polly, and then the like skiddy part that yeah. was very Polly. Skiddy is a thing that a Which, Polly character would say. The Skiddy might be improvised because it wasn't in the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> just it him vocalizing. Him exclaiming, sorry. When he was like, Skiddy, 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 it, I, I was like not even sure if that was supposed to be in it. Because we didn't see yeah. his face. Like, yeah. 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 Anyway, Pinocchio they, Circus. They let him do it, though. They put it in. <laughs> yeah. Pinocchio Circus. Um... <gasps> So whatever. Like, long story short, because who fucking cares what the story is? Um, Bella finds out that uh, her dad is doing heists, uh, and he's using the circus as a ruse, which mm-hmm. we'll, we can come back to that. Um, meanwhile, Polynokio is like, I gotta ask her out on a date. Um, gotta so, tell her my true feelings this is this yeah there's some pretty bad poly voice acting in this it's in this bad. next part it's uh, bad like as much as i praised him i guess for previous voice acting bits in this movie uh the bit where he's like coming in i don't remember the exact things he says but every single line that comes out of his mouth in this sequence just sounds so wrong it's yeah it sounds so bad um Oh, fuck, I forgot something. Oh, my God, I wanted to mention this. During Bella's big song number, there's a shot right at the beginning of it where she's on the tightrope, and they extremely do a panty shot. Yep. Gross. In an animated movie for children. Disgusting. Thanks. Foul. Russia. Thanks, Russia. I found Pinocchio Circus fucking awful um oh there's the bit yeah because the, the the other thing is that bella is singing her second song in the sequence yeah and then i don't remember uh, anything about it um yeah i mean it's not a good song or anything but yeah. that's where polly is like she's singing right and then polly uh-huh. and tibot are like looking in at her window where like you see her silhouette where she's singing uh-huh and then she stops singing for them to have this conversation, and then yeah, <laughs> continues singing once they stopped it. But 
That's where they talk about how Paul is like, she's so beautiful, isn't uh-huh. she? And then Tibbet is like, ah, oh, that's why you... You son of a bitch! You wanted to see that you you didn't want to see the world. You were just in love with her. Yeah. Uh, and Paul is like, well, I wanted to see the world, but what is there to see in the world if she's here? And then yeah. Tibbet is like, you gotta ask her out. Yeah. So he he tries to ask her out, but she has just learned that they're using Pinocchio as like the biggest draw because they can go out and do heists while he's doing his horse stunts um and she i guess doesn't want him to find that out and be hurt by it so she when he comes up to tell her uh or to ask her out she says no i don't like you get out of here and he he goes off and throws his his flowers into the sad ocean and i found um, the i found the lines i was i was where i was like this is so badly delivered because it's like oh please he's knocking at the door and then bella's like who's there and then Paul, Pinocchio opens the door and says, It's just me! <laughs> Saying that whenever whenever I knock on the bathroom door and Fallon's in there. Um, <laughs> fucking, so like, he goes to throw his flowers into the water all sad, and the fox and the cat come up, and they're like, Oh, you really thought you and could get with second, her? Oh, cringe. For a second, we hear the fox and the cat talking from the perspective of the flower thrown into the water. Why? Like, we hear it, like, through this, like, watery filter, right? Yeah. Very bizarre choice so by the sound mixing weird. at this point. Yeah. Like, I like, don't even have anything it... else to say about this. It's just, like, really weird. Yeah, it made me think for a second, like, are they gonna do, like, a mermaid thing? Is this where we're gonna get, like, the whale? But no. Yeah. None of that. Um... So, the fox and the cat come up and own Pinocchio for a little bit. Um, yeah, they're reptiling then, him. Like, they're yeah. like, girls, they will never like you. Here's a yeah. reality check. Yeah. Get with the times, idiot. And then, But, but um, it's like, the reality check is about how he's a wooden puppet. Like, it's not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, she would never like you. You're actually, you're, you're made of wood in this. You're cringe. made of wood. The, and, um, the cat has, like, this really weird British accent. Oh, the cat is so fucking weird. The cat is, like... The, the cat definitely has a bit of a Russian accent in there. And the cat... I will say, the cat does do, like... Or the voice actor for the cat, I should say, does do kind of a... Kind of a slightly almost interesting thing. Yeah. Where he kind of does sound a little bit growly, like a like a grizzled cat might a little bit um but it's like you kind of have to squint for it so it's not super great <laughs> squint with your um, ears yeah squint with your ears um but the but cat like, has whatever. like he has like a kind of like not cockney but like a british accent that isn't like you know the the, the main british accent you always hear right yeah. mhm uh, which yeah, is impressive kind of, a, yeah. of a Russian actor to deliver, I guess, but he's still not uh-huh. quite there. Yeah. To be believable, so. He's trying. Yeah. Which is more than I can say for, like, anybody else. Um. The. This is where the clown. Yes. Comes up out of his clown makeup. Um. To tell them about the, how the clown. The secret Discord clown server. Um. Has the dirt on, like. 
where you can go to meet a fairy who will make all of your wishes come true. Um, and he delivers this in the way that, like, a sage old man would when you get to the top of the mountain, you know? I talked to a clown in a bar, and he has, talk- he has heard from another clown that there is when I this fairy the t- named Lucinda. What I- yeah, and they, like... So her name is Lucilda, and somebody at some point calls her Lucinda. I think it happens a couple times. Um, and I think one of them, I think one of the culprits of that is John Heater again, because he's just kind of glancing at the script yeah. as he's, like, eating lunch. Um, and, the, and the subtitles keep calling her Lucinda, or Lucilda, yeah. like, with a Y in there, yeah, but nobody's trying to Russian. pronounce it that way. No. Um, so, like, he he comes up and he bees mysterious and wise, uh, which never comes of anything. He's just a clown. Um, and they decide that they need to go find the fairy of Lucilda and turn Pinocchio into a real boy. Um, I think the cops are around here too, doing something, but I don't know what. Um, because oh, the keep cops just like happen. Yeah, yeah, the cops just like keep happening, and they're just kind of buffoonish and incompetent. Um, and the main cop guy, uh, Brioni, keeps making an idiot of himself. Um, and oh, I, I, forgot, I've been wondering I forgot to why... say, this is where, this is where, uh, John Hida Horse tells Pinocchio that one clown said something and then another clown said something, but the real clown is you, Pinocchio, for listening to him. Yeah. <laughs> Get his ass. We're the real clowns for watching this. Um, so, like, what the fuck ever? They go off and they're gonna go try to find Lucilda. They... I don't remember a whole lot of this. I remember they get to a point where they're, like, crossing through this, like, narrow pass. Yeah, there's, like, a video game scene here. Yeah, there's a video game scene. And, like, they hear somebody talking to them, mm-hmm. and it's... The cockatoo, who wants to kill them now for some reason. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think he's trying to scare them away or something so they don't go to. Why? <laughs> who fucking? Why knows? doesn't he? Why doesn't he want them to get to Lucilla? It does makes no fucking sense. Um, he throws rocks at them. They escape. Um. Oh, did we get to the? Is this? I think it is. Is this after this where the? Oh yeah. No, it's, where? it's before that where the fox dresses up as Lucilda and tries to trick Pinocchio. Oh, yeah! God! I was really worried this was gonna be, like, yeah, same. more horrible transmisogyny. Um, but it wasn't. It was just... It never really is. Like, it's just nothing. No. Yeah. And, okay, so the main setup of this, right, <laughs> is that... So... Pinocchio goes off, um, and, like, he and Tybalt are talking about what they're gonna do to get to the fairy mansion, and Tybalt brings up something about, like, what are we gonna do for money on the way, and Pinocchio's like, it's okay, I have five entire gold coins, and the fox and the cat overhear this, and they're, like, surprised at this, and they're like, we gotta rob him. Why are they surprised? Because, as we know, the money came directly from... The guy that employs all of them. Are the fox and the cat not being paid? 
Why? Where do they think Pinocchio got five what gold coins from? Why do they want to rob him? They're like in on, they're like in on the con. Yeah! Like they're doing the heist with Manjafuko. Why are yeah. they... Why do they need Pinocchio's five gold coins so much? Why? That's a great and it's question. Never... It's like, it's never even brought up as, like, a thing of, like, oh, you were so greedy you even robbed your co-worker. It's never anything like that. They just need to rob him. No. They're Why? just like, hey, he has five gold coins. Let's go through this elaborate ruse where, ruse where we pretend that we're Lucinda and then rob him of the five gold coins. Like, Why? It's really not worth it. Like, this is so it's much not. more effort. We don't... It's not worth it for the fucking movie. Like, they don't need to put this yeah. in here. This could have been any kind of situation. It's just another obstacle to get in their way. Yeah, it's... Why does this need to happen? If the movie would have been, like, 1 hour 28 instead of 1 hour 34 minutes, which it now is, nobody would have complained. Like, that's not... No. And I'd have one less thing to complain about because this doesn't make any goddamn sense. And this is the thing that made me angrier than anything else. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like Pinocchio almost falls for this ruse, but then like the cat cat comes out and starts shooting at him, and then they run away. But the cat yeah. like wears uh, something over his head, so it's not obvious that it's the cat, even though it's very obvious. The, the voices are very obvious. The cat and the yeah, and like voice. presumably Pinocchio would be able to see the fact that he has paws. Yeah, but like after that, uh, there uh, Pinocchio is like, funny. I could have sworn they sounded a little bit like the cat and the fox, and then. Tibot is like, oh shit, they were tricking us. Where did, that's where they knew about the five gold coin, blah blah. Which, that's like, it, like, it's... <laughs> I which guess also the... doesn't make sense, because, like, why would we need to... Why would we need to establish them hearing Pinocchio say that he has five gold <laughs> coins? If Tibot also knows that they know that he has money. It doesn't I make guess. any fucking sense! <laughs> it's infuriating! It makes me so <laughs> mad! I guess, like, maybe it was necessary so that... It's necessary if know. your audience are fucking idiots! A five-year-old <laughs> could figure this out! Janos, I am so fucking mad about this! This pisses me off so bad, I am ticked off! This is- I'm so mad about this! <laughs> This is the maddest this... Roy has ever gotten at a movie. I, um, this is the maddest I've ever been at anything in my life. I have never been angrier. I am so fucking pissed off. What is this? I just kind of let this wash over me, I don't know. I'm just like, of all of the things, like, this is just so unnecessary. This is such it an is. unnecessary complication. And... It's so stupid. I'm trying to remember how it factors into the plot, because there's a bit where they're like, Oh fuck, now he's run away, and now he's actually gonna find the real Lucilla or whatever. Uh, you fucked this up, and I don't know, the circus owner gets mad at them. But, like, it really, like, you could have cut it out, like... It doesn't go anywhere. If they had found out that, like, Pinocchio just left, it would have led to the same shit. Yeah. It's not like it leads to any consequences for the cat and the fox. Yeah, like, oh, I guess it's Manjo Foucault later gets mad at them because, like, if the if 
Lucilda turns him back into turns him into a human boy. There's no value for the circus because he needs to be wooden to be an attraction. Yeah, but like yeah, but yeah, they wouldn't even necessarily yeah. They didn't need this. They could have left it at like you know the cat and the fox making fun of Pinocchio. Yeah, and they could have overheard you know him say uh that or like he could have told them like whatever, forget you guys. I'm gonna go find Lucilda and become a real boy. And he could have and they could have told him that. <laughs> Then we don't need this. There's no reason for this. It's infuriating. It's insulting. I am insulted that they put this in here. That's how stupid it is. So God after damn that, it. after that, the like. And you know what? This goes back to me being pissed off because I had to pay for this movie. <laughs> after I said after jury duty, after I said I am never paying for another Pauly Shore movie in my life, and I've had to pay for like all of them since then. Fuck all this. So, God damn it! After this, they they have like two or three like video game chases where like one of them is the rocks falling down, and yeah. then at the end the horse like has to jump over a fence. Yeah. Uh, and and like, John Heater is bad at expressing to... any emotion about this. God, John Heater's acting during that part is so bad. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's what it sounds like while he's jumping over the fence. And he's like he. He's so fucking bad. Oh my god, he's bad. And whatever, they get to Lucilda's. This was, I think, this, this, it was before, like after the after the part that you got so mad about. I just noticed, and that was <laughs> where the bullet time happened because I think the cat was shooting a shooting a bullet at them, and the horse was running away. Uh, I wish he'd shot the horse. Yeah. The cat would have become my favorite character if he'd shot that <laughs> fucking horse. And then the fox tells him, "Santa Maria, Madonna on a bicycle. You really fucked yeah. this up." Yeah. You fucking idiot. Um, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> They're saying this in a kid's movie. In Russia, you can't you can get away with it. Yeah, you can say these things. Uh, so they get to, they get to Lucilda's fairy house. <laughs> they get to her, like, fairly easily. Yeah, they just get there. And uh, there they're like, wow, here. it's so pretty. It's yeah, she's here. And she, t- yeah, and she tells them, oh, sorry, nothing I can do. Pinocchio uh, is like, I have five gold pieces that I can pay you for you to turn me into a real human boy. Uh, yeah. And then she says, uh, Haha, you foolish, foolish little boy. Yeah, you fucking moron. Uh, there, <laughs> is, there is no price tag on a miracle. And then she does a miracle where just like a really shitty looking rainbow just like shoots <laughs> out of her hand. Like it looks so bad. Like if yeah. someone were trying to convince me that miracles are real and that's what they showed me, I would like turn around and like Yeah. Try I'd be to like, find man, a better miracle this. maker. Cause yeah. It's... You don't know what a miracle is. Yeah. But whatever. She basically says there's nothing I can do. Oops. And, and... I think she kind of tells him tells him that I could turn you into a human boy, but you don't deserve it. Or I don't want to or something like that. Yeah, I got other stuff to do, sorry. Uh, do you really like, want... Like, is it, is it really in your heart that you want to be a human boy? That's another thing! So there's, like, a couple moments like this one, yeah. and I think in the part where Tybalt is, like, talking to him after Bella tells him to leave, uh, where it's, like, they're telling Pinocchio... Basically, like, are you sure you want to change yourself? Because this this aspect of you, you being made of wood, is really unique, and it's a part of who you are. And when you hear that kind of message in a story, especially one for kids, it's, like, kind of going hand-in-hand with a message of, like, um, accepting yourself. Yeah. And being like, this is what makes you unique. Um, 
And at the end of stories like that, what happens traditionally is that the character who has had, you know, the problems with this part of their identity comes to accept them and says, no, I will not change. Not in this movie. No. If there's something unique about you that is actually, like, you know, that's kind of giving you trouble, but, you know, you come to accept it, you still should change it, actually. No, you... (laughs) Yeah, if you're, like, a wooden boy and really want to become a human boy so that you can have a girlfriend, then you need to, like, go through a fire and go through, like, a whole lot of shit and prove yourself, uh... And, like show to the cops who actually did the robbery uh, and then you deserve to be a human it's insane like, I guess that's the message it's insane S- <laughs> fucking whatever so like I think after this is approximately where I came in yeah. during the stream um, I forget why, but, like, Pinocchio and Tybalt have a big fight, and they go their separate ways, and that gets resolved, like, six minutes later. Yeah, because um, yeah, Pinocchio wants to go back to the circus, I think. Yeah. And Tybalt doesn't. Or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. Who cares? Know. It doesn't matter. It lasts three and a half minutes. Um, yeah. The cops, the oh, cops yeah, the- show up, and they th- yeah, they think... Pinocchio is like the the mastermind of the, the robberies. Show up before the misunderstanding, uh, or before yeah, Timot- or no? Uh, Pinocchio. I think they show Timot- up like right after they separate. No, they separate at, right after the cop situation, where they separate because the horse is like, "We are wanted by the police. Uh, we need oh, to yeah, go right, uh, yeah. home." And Pinocchio is like, "No, I want to talk to Bella about this because the cops are like yeah. talking about." So the cops are here, and the main cop is like. I have figured it out. Yep. Uh, and and there one is of a circus the... troupe that makes that st- robs people's homes while they are watching the performance. At which point, I was thinking, this is the shittiest heist you can do. Like, it's really it's not so worth putting up the rules of doing a circus so you can rob people. I guess they want to rob people so they can do the circus or whatever, but, like, it's not like Manja Foucault's, like, heart was in the circus thing. Like, he was just about stealing from people, and I don't fucking know. But this is, this is, was like, I was like, this is such a dumb heist to do, but the cop is like, this is what... This is what's up, uh, and I figured out who the mastermind behind it is. And uh, it's gotta be Pinocchio, because he's the main attraction. Yeah, which is very and one dumb, of one of like... his, yeah, and and one of his one of his little detective one of his little cop sidekick guys says because detective, like he just enunciates it really weird. Yeah, because detective, I don't know. None of them. Nobody talks like a human being. There's also like we haven't talked about this yet, but there's also like a full second pause between every spoken line. Yeah. Like, whether it's between two characters or whether it's one character saying two sentences. It's uncanny. It's another thing that's just uncanny about it. But anyway, whatever. Um, they they separate, and then there's... I don't fucking remember what brings <laughs> them back together. I don't even care. Because they separate for a really short time. Yeah. Like, 
I think it's just it's literally that like a minute they're both and like Pinocchio is like oh I miss the horse and the horse is like oh I miss Pinocchio. Yeah, he f- he feels bad because he's supposed to be dad. Yeah. Um. And um. Uh, then like, I don't even I don't even remember. Oh, I know, I know that, how like, they come together. How they come back together. It's very stupid, but it's like. <laughs> so after this it? scene, we have after the separation. We have a circus scene where, like, the dad is being mean to Bella or something. Yeah. And she's like, uh, the, you need to, we need to get the puppet back. Uh, we need to get the puppet back. She says, you're not my real dad. Yeah, she says, you're not my real dad. And she says, I knew nothing, I knew nothing of your shady plans with the cat and the fox. Yeah. Uh, but I guess now she knows. Um, and then... The horse is, like, being depressed about how he left Pinocchio behind. And then, like, from behind that... From behind the wood, mm-hmm. there's, like... Because usually you're gonna get, like, an angel and the devil on your shoulder, right? That's are gonna suggest yeah! you the... At this point, here, like, there's two, like, angel versions of the horse that keep telling him to go back to Pinocchio. Yeah, and this hasn't happened anywhere else in the movie before. No. Like, having- when I came in and saw this, I thought this had been, like, an ongoing joke, but no. This is the first and only time it happens. Um, so he feels bad for being a deadbeat dad, and he, like, whatever. They- they reunite. Who god Yeah, and then they reunite because the cops were trying to arrest Pinocchio, and then the horse shows up, and I, like- Yeah. Because the the cops are trying to arrest Pinocchio, uh- and then the main cop says, uh, you're gonna stop talking, I'm gonna put this handkerchief in my mouth. And then John... Oh, this is gross. Yeah, he shoves the handkerchief in his mouth. And then he shoves it even more. Like, it's not just... He puts it in his mouth, and then there's, like, another, like, second of animation where he just, like, tug, like pushes at it more to be for it to be completely in his mouth. Like, that was a weird way to animate that, I thought. Gross. And then uh, John Hedo shows up and is like... Gross, he put his whole handkerchief into your mouth or something. Yeah, he says something that isn't funny. Uh, uh, and then he's, like, threatening them. And I was like... Because they're, they're not taking this horse, threatening them seriously. And I was like, have you seen a horse? Like, <laughs> if, a horse, yeah. if a horse came... To- even if he was talking with John Hida's voice. But if he was threatening to fuck me up, I would run the fuck away. Like, they- Absolutely. They're oh, like, happy weed minute! Happy weed minute! They're, you know, horse is nothing to joke about. Like, yeah, absolutely not. But whatever, they don't care. They're the cops. Yeah, I guess we ride those sometimes. And then so, he like kicks all three of them up this tree with like really weird animation. Like the physics of their bodies are like so. Nobody thought here. about the trajectory. Yeah. Nobody thought about anything. Um. Whatever, so they, they, they leave, and then they get back to the circus, and Pinocchio, like, tries to, I guess, tell, like, warn Bella about the 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 heist things happening, yeah. but it, the like, turns just into an interrogation. really falls apart here in the third act. Like, it's just... So it's much. been solid until now. <laughs> so far, it has at least been like quite, l- pretty linear and like 
No, it hasn't. We have no idea what how much time has passed. We don't know anything about it. Yeah, okay. Whatever, yeah. But at this point, um, it just becomes so convoluted. Like, everyone just gets, like, taken prisoner, and Geppetto is taken prisoner, and meanwhile, the horse yeah, is like... Yeah, why is Geppetto here? Yeah. I'm gonna... The horse um, is like... The horse sees something... I don't even know what the horse's plan is, because he's like, uh, I'm gonna talk to... Wait here, I have a plan, but I, I don't yeah. think we'd ever learn what the horse's plan is, because... No, we have no, no I idea. think the horse comes up with the plan when they do the song later. Uh, well, there, he, um... I don't even fucking know. He he sees the handkerchief, yeah. and then he says, I gotta go, I have to do this by myself because you're an inconvenience. Um, but and he, he leaves. But when he sees the second handkerchief, he's surprised again. Like, it's not... I thought it was because he recognized the handkerchief, but it's not that. Like, because yeah. he, reco- he he takes another moment. Because, like, after that, he talks to Bella, and then he's like, Oh, Bella, you knew about this all along. Maybe Pinocchio yes. was right about you, that you I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And, but then yeah. when he sees the handkerchief, he's like, Oh, is that your handkerchief? And then she's like, Yes, this was with me since my... Uh, father found me as an orphan and it's the well this we we don't get the resolution of this until like the very literally last scene yeah but she says something to this like it, it has been found with me or something and then the horse yeah. is like oh now i trust you <laughs> fucking whatever whatever so um whatever i don't even remember there's gonna be a show there's gonna be a big show uh, and like Foucault pinocchio has we... also taken geppetto prisoner because he takes pinocchio a uh, prisoner yeah. when he's at the at the circus camp and Pinocchio's like, ah, Bella, you knew about this all along? And Bella is like, I just learned about it recently, like 10 seconds ago. And Pinocchio is like, no, I, I don't want to hear the rest of your story. And Bella is like, I yeah. can explain. And Pinocchio's like, no. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to hear it. And, and then so, he, get, um... he gets thrown into a jail cell together with Geppetto. And then we find yeah. out that Mangiafoco wanted Geppetto to make even more Pinocchios, so that he can earn yeah. even more money with wooden boys. An entire army of little wooden horrible yeah. boys, all with Polly Shore's voice. <laughs> um, does he? Is it? Is it like a thing? Is it like he's like, oh, Pinocchio, you have to perform in tonight's show or whatever? Yeah. Is that what he does? Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're gonna do their big show, and. They do the big show. But before, yeah, but, but like, before that, the horse shows up and he's like, I have a plan. And all yeah. of these people are gonna help out. And then we see the, yeah. the, see this picture of the whole circus crew, all these characters who we have so much attachment to. We're so happy to see them. Like, there's also, like, this nameless muscle man. Yeah, with, like, the old-timey mustache yeah. and the little onesie. Yeah, um... Yeah, just the, the famous... Members of the circus who we know and love. Uh, but it's time for the big show, and Pinocchio does his act, and then he ends it, and he's like, we have we have a very special thing we're gonna do, and we get the greatest musical number ever put on film. It's like the anti-musical number. It's really good, Fallon. <laughs> That's why you like it. It is why we like it. <laughs> this is the greatest scene in the movie. This is the greatest scene anybody's ever made. Uh, Pinocchio is like, we're gonna perform a song. And then Mangifuku is like, a song? This wasn't the plan. 
But let's yeah. hear as long as the audience is entertained. Let's yep. just let them do it. So they break into song, and every character is like Pinocchio, Tibot, uh, the clown, Bella. I don't know who else. They all sing a song together. There's like a trio of musician there's, guys. There's a trio of musician guys. It sounds awful. There's not a single rhyme in it. There's no kind of rhythm to it. There's no beat. There's no <laughs> melody. There's no anything. But most important, the Polly Shore sings in it. Yeah, Polly Shore sings in it. They got, they got all of the crusties. Yeah. To come in. Like, this is like, if the, if the movie's existence already, like was something that was aimed at a direct attack on us. Or like a direct shit post at us, right? Like that someone at Lionsgate did. Then putting this God. song in where Polly Shore sings is so specifically targeted at us, I feel like. Like the it only is. people who know about Polly Shore and the Krusties. This is an op. <laughs> they didn't put this in this was not in the original draft of the movie. They put this in after we tweeted at Polly Shore about it. Like, they put this in a month yeah. ago. This is for us and us alone. This was just- I was losing my mind when this happened. I can't- I could not fucking believe this. The most- <laughs> the fucking- The genius plan of, like, cause we didn't even say what the song is about. Like, the song is about exposing the evil plan of Manja Foco, and then at the end is like, the cap- like, uh, Bella sings something about how none of us knew about it. We were we we're victims just like you. Yep. And then I think the ho either horse or the clown are like um, the cat and the fox are in it. And then Polly Short delivers the final line, which is and Manja Fuoco is the boss. It. <laughs> It redefines the meaning of a song. It stretches the limit of what a song is. And... It's just... I think that's kind of incredible. Yeah. I, I, I never imagined that a song could be... <laughs> this. <laughs> You think you know about music, you know? You think you know about music. And then you still, it turns out you still have something to learn from Pauly Shore and his friends. It's God. astonishing. It's truly astonishing. Um, so, Jesus Christ, the, how does this, how does the tent get set on fire? I don't fucking know. Because after this, after this song, I just fully black out, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really the does. The cops show like... up, uh, the, they somehow get a testimony out of uh, Manja Fuoco, and then he throws a lantern on the ground uh, as a desperate attempt to, I don't know, burn down his own circus and escape, I guess. Yeah, get away with it. And, like... The, the the fire just spreads because that's how fire works. Um, there isn't any kind of like fuel on the ground or anything that we know about. It's just it just 
the ground is combustible now. Um, and the people, all the people in the audience take, like, a full second to react to it. They look at it and they're like, oh. They're like, ah, and then they get up. Lightly jogging out of the... <laughs> yeah, they're, like, the politely sun. walking out. And, um... Uh... Then, like, um... Fucking, I don't know, Polly has to jump in to try to save... Bella or something. He's he's trying to save somebody. No, he's not trying to save Bella because Bella gets out. Um, whatever. He's he's being the hero. I think he might try to save Bella. I don't know. Probably. Um, yeah, he's trying to save Bella. Yeah, he's trying to save Bella with like being on like this rope, and then he mm-hmm. gets Bella out, but himself is staying in, and then the horse yeah. saves Pinocchio. I think. Yeah. Throws him into. But here's the thing. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. He's a boy made of wood. He's made of wood. And the circus is on fire. Yeah. So you'd think what's happened, what's gonna happen is that Pinocchio will start burning too. But it's like never the case. Like he jumps into the fire and then he rescues Bella and faints and the horse has to rescue him and carry him out. I guess it's just made of really high quality wood that it doesn't burn. But, like, you'd think at least once in the movie it's gonna matter that he's made of wood. And, like, what better point for that to matter is when it's the climax of the movie and something is on fire. And soon he's gonna be turned into a real boy. Like, I don't fucking know. He's... The first thing you've gotta know about wood. Yeah. Understand this. Wood famously is not flammable in the slightest. (laughs) That's why you never hear about fires happening in forests. It's the famous thing about wood. Yeah. There isn't- there aren't any kind of severe problems with forest fires in California or anywhere. They don't happen. When I'm trying to avoid a fire, I go into the woods because I know that's where I'm gonna be safe. But the rest of the circus is so easily flammable. (laughs) Like, he just throws this petroleum lamp on the ground and it just- the whole thing burns immediately. The whole thing. Yeah. Unbelievable. And This so is going Tibble to teach in... kids bad lessons about fire. This is why I'm why I'm upset, because it's gonna it's gonna corrupt our children. <laughs> and like Tibble runs in and he grabs Pinocchio and he brings him outside and he's got like a few light specks of ash yeah. on him. He's fine. He's fine. He just inhaled some smoke, I guess. Yeah, he seems to be dead, but he's fine. Like, he didn't burn He's dead, but he's fine. No. And then everyone is mourning Pinocchio, and then who shows up but Lucilda? Yeah, and And Bella cries on him. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bella cries on him, and as as soon as, like, a tear hits him or something, Lucilda shows up, and she turns him into a real boy, and he looks awful. Yeah, he looks exactly the same. Yeah, just fleshy, which is worse. Well, now he's flammable. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> we have, like, this final reveal. This final goddamn <laughs> reveal. We've been building up to this. This is insane. So, the police detective, who, through the entire movie, has been shown to be nothing but a, a bumbling fool yeah. kind of character. 
Um, and something of an antagonist, because he's been coming after Pinocchio several times. Um, not shown to be particularly, like, like, noble, or like, you know, not a very good depiction of a cop, right? Like, not a very, like, positive... Yeah, for sure. Like, the, the entire chat was going, this is kind of ACAB, because he's being depicted as a fucking moron. Um, it turns out that Manchafuko did not find Bella in the woods. Mm, no. He bought her off of a child trafficker. <laughs> she bought her from who... a child, child trafficker. And this yeah, is like, he who... readily admits it at this point. Yeah. And the child trafficker had kidnapped her. Um, and he stolen the child from the cop. Stole the child from the cop, who was not a cop at the time. He became a cop in order to try to find his daughter. Um, he says this. And so we're all supposed to be very happy. Manjafuko says the line I'll tell you the truth. I never found you. I just bought you, little girl, from someone who kidnapped you from your parents, and then he has a malevolent laugh. Yeah. Why did he buy a baby? <laughs> Why did For he buy a purpose? baby? For what purpose? Why do you need to find a child trafficker to get a child? For your circus. I guess he bought a baby so he can train her to be a, an acrobat in his circus or whatever. So, that, so that then yeah. he can rob people's houses. He's playing the long game. Yeah. It's been 11 years apparently. Because yeah, then the cop says, oh my god, it was 11 years ago. My darling little yep. daughter went, went missing. And that's when I decided to become a detective and find the kidnappers. But it's not what he's been doing. He hasn't been trying to find kidnappers. He's been he trying to arrest Pinocchio for doing circus crime. And the first thing he was doing was just looking for things to arrest yeah. people about. But no, this is why he became cop. And now that he's found his daughter, he stops being a cop. And now he's the leader of the circus. And we all love it. We're all happy that this incompetent fool of a cop is running a circus. Yeah. But he's gotten his he has, movie, he has right? rescued like... he has rescued his kidnapped daughter from a life of yeah. servitude in the circus and brought her into a home of safety and working in the circus. Yep. And we love it. That's great. There's some really shitty music playing at the end of this while they're doing so. There's some really shitty music playing through the entire fucking movie <laughs> and it never stops. And they, they do the circus performance, but now Pinocchio and Bella do like a double act. Uh, yeah. Where they're like both hanging on the hoop. And then Pinocchio is riding on Tibalt to jump through the hoops that are being set on fire. And the movie ends on like this sh piece of shit horse like making the really stupid face while like jumping through these fiery uh, hoops and then you know they all bow and the audience loves it and that's the end yeah so yeah the theme of the movie is family of course because like if circus is a found family you know 
uh, for all the circus performers. Now it has become a real family when uh, the daughter and the dad are reunited and also Pinocchio is there and his horse with his dad is also there. So I think the theme is circus's family. Yeah, circus's family. Body's I remember life. strongly the, the found family of the circus in this film. <laughs> we all came to know and love all of them so much. The yep. clown, the two muscle men. Who get no lines. They sing in the song. Yeah, they sing in the song. We the, don't know the music their names. guys, the musician guys, uh, whose Bella names we don't Pinocchio know. And yep. Pinocchio Circus. Pinocchio Circus. <laughs> Morbius gaming. I want Pinocchio Circus written on my tombstone. <laughs> Just... Look, this was a much more watchable... Fun for the whole family. Here's the thing. Still a much more watchable movie than either Jury Duty or uh, Biodome. Yeah. Even in and the army definitely now. more... Yeah, definitely in the... Well, in the army now we ranked la uh, Lower second last. Lower than Biodome, yeah. Yeah, yeah because, because it was funded by the United States <laughs> government. Um, <laughs> so I think the ranking goes Son-in-Law, Encino Man, Pinocchio, A True Story... <laughs> Biodome. Sure. <laughs> in the army now. There's still like Jury two, two decades of failed like poly short projects in between them. That we will eventually yeah. get to. Yeah, uh, some someday. But for now When I'm forty three we'll get to them, yeah. yeah. For now we are saying goodbye to the to the weasel. Uh yep. for This is it. At least the I think the re future. rest of the year. I don't think we'll cover Poly Shore. <coughs> Yeah, unless that. he comes out with something just off the wall. Yeah, yeah, because um, he's gonna be in that other Lionsgate animated movie, but I don't want to cover that one because it. No. He's not the main character, and he's not playing a little boy. Uh, he's playing a grown-up man who is a villain, and he, he, it's a lot less jarring. Like I watched the trailer. Yeah, yeah, Honk Shoe. the um, yeah, it. We're gonna take a break from the weasel. Yeah. We have to talk about Yahoo Serious first. Yeah, we're gonna take a big break from the weasel, but we're not gonna take a very long break. Yeah, we'll, podcast we'll be wise. back soon. I have to, yeah, I have to get married. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> after that, um, <laughs> after that we'll be back and we'll talk about Yahoo Serious, who, if we thought nobody remembered Polly Shore, Boy, nobody has any idea who Yahoo Sirius is. Yeah. I think the only people aside from us are, like, the, Aust Australians the Australian too. listeners. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a national well, hero in Australia. He's he everyone is, yeah, in he... Australia. That's the one thing I know about Australians uh, is, well, two things. One, they love the Devil Wars Prada. Uh, and, <laughs> and two, they just can't shut up about Yahoo Sirius. Like, it's, it's honestly really bad. Like, I... I you know, I, I had to block, like, several Australians because they kept wanting to talk to me about Yahoo Serious, and I was like, we'll get to him. <laughs> Keep your pants on. We're getting there. We will do him justice. <laughs> I know he's been knighted. He is Sir Yahoo Serious, we all know <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> 
Yahoo Serious OBE, we know this, yeah. okay? It's fine. We will give him his 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 due diligence. <laughs> we will talk about him playing funny Albert Einstein. He plays Albert we'll Einstein. We will talk about him playing fun. And then he plays yeah. a guy named Nat Kelly, who all Australians know and nobody else. Yeah, who Australians say is like Pog, actually. He's so, like the um, most famous. He's the favorite guy of all Australians besides Yahoo Serious. And what's his third movie called? Because he has uh, Young Einstein. It's called Mr. Accident. Oh, yeah. And then there's Mr. Accident, which I don't think is about any famous person. Um, yeah, it's the it's the first one where he's playing an original yeah. property. That's why uh, that's why that one flopped, and he hasn't recovered from that since. Yeah, so sad. God, I can't wait. Okay. Um, okay. How long has we been goddamn talking about Pinocchio? Two, Two and a half hours. Long. Fuck me. Okay. I'm hungry. I need to eat. Okay. I'm sleepy. So, yeah. Go go get some sleep. Thank you for listening to us talk about Pinocchio, the true, the true story, for <laughs> two and a half hours. You wanted this. I <laughs> just distantly... Uh, people I are excited this. about this. People, you know, as we said, people outside... Outside of us, too have watched this movie and have opinions on it, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> this sure is what's gonna it. bump us up in the algorithm. Yeah. This is... This is where it begins. <laughs> well, I hope you're as excited about Yahoo series as you were about Pinocchio, true story. <laughs> uh, I am! <laughs> we will see you... probably... in May. Yeah. I think, with like Yahoo. That. Uh, so until then, what the fuck? How the fuck did we end these episodes? Stay crusty. Stay crusty. Skiddy, skiddy, skiddy. <laughs> skiddy, skiddy, skiddy. We're innocent as lambs, and yes, we're poor artists. The best reward for us is watching how you smile. We've been deceived as well as you, my dear friends. The cat, the fox are guilty. And Manzio Foco is their boss. They are the greatest villains. Manzio Foco is the boss.